This is episode 73 of Lincoln Review. Tonight's guest, Rick Wood. Plus, music by Rick Wood. All yeah. that and more, Kevin. All that and more, only on Lincoln Review. Yes. Thanks for telling me how to do it. I sure. forgot. You sure. know, there's only so much time passes between these <laughs> that I forget how to do the whole thing sometimes. Right. right. No, you're you're doing a great job, Kevin. Thanks, buddy. You're doing great too. Not not as good as you did on your appearance on our the the show. Uh, our guest appearance today on uh, Catherine uh, Claypool's... Oh, sure didn't do good on that, because it wasn't there. <laughs> uh, that was mostly my fault, because... Well, it was all my fault. It was 100% my fault, because uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I can do that at 2 p.m. on a Saturday. Uh, and I didn't realize that uh, I had an appointment at 12.30, and that it was very far from there to get to Catherine Claypool's studio to right. record you, her show. You had what? You had a fluffing? I had what, a, what? a guinea fluffing. A guinea? Oh, jeez. And that doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> hey, my a... sister Gina, she gave this guy a real good guinea fluffing. You oh, know shit. what I mean? Uh, well, way to, way to top yourself. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He starts strong and then just peter out. That's <laughs> what I do. Go, go slightly racist. <laughs> it's my, it's, it's this, there's this yeah. Twitter account that's stuck in my head. It's called NYC yes. Guido Voice. Yes. I think I showed you that last night when we were hanging out, drinking all them boozes. But yeah, I had to get my... Uh, my guinea pig, I took my guinea pig to a guinea farm up in Chatsworth. Uh, <laughs> That's a euphemism for something. Hey, my sister Gina went to the guinea farm. Oh! Guinea farm upstate, yeah. Uh, yeah, guinea farm upstate. South Shore, North Shore, Montauk Bay. No, I'm just doing Gino just, from... It's, yeah. it's great Sopranos episode you've done. I love it. Oh, the college? Love it. <laughs> um, no, we, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a guinea pig rescue place where they adopt a lot of guinea pigs, and then, or they, they rescue a lot of guinea pigs and put them up for adoption, but they also do medical examinations, mm-hmm. and they'll wash them and clip their toenails and stuff like that. And uh, if you've never had a guinea pig, it can be very difficult to do those things in a bathroom sink, so having someone that lives on a farm that does that all day is pretty helpful. Do they have to live on a farm? They don't have to, but they choose. Oh. Okay, to. It okay. is definitely a farm. They got horses and geese and and uh, regular pigs and uh, regular pigs. They have regular pigs there too, uh, or pot-bellied pigs okay. at the very least. But uh, yeah, so I tried to go from there to the show that you were on with uh-huh. Catherine, uh, the live stream thing, and I wasn't able to make it because I was stuck in traffic and I felt terrible. Yeah, just uh, for the record, it's called New Mood View 420. In case you weren't sure how holistic it was. So this, this was a very straight edge podcast. It was great. It was basically like uh, it was I. At one point, it kind of felt like if I was smoking a joint with Julia Child on her cooking show. Because Because she was cooking. She made a snack. Catherine made a snack. But we both smoked uh, a blunt. Or a, a, you smoked a blunt apiece. A big fat joint, I guess you'd call a it. BFJ? A BFJ? Big, big goofy joint. <laughs> the big goofy joint. The big goofy joint. Which is not a euphemism. No. My sister Gina, <laughs> her husband's got a big goofy joint. Oh! This is my new guy. I don't know. Should I keep doing him? You've done him. <laughs> I've done him enough. I've already filled enough of this intro segment with that. Uh, uh, but yeah, you, yeah, so you guys smoked a big big fat joint. Had some. What did you eat? What snacks did you uh, eat? It was a, a little, uh, a tiny little uh, flaky bread bowl. I don't know what it's called tiny little flaky bread bowl. I believe that's the the, the Trader Joe's name for it. <laughs> and uh, she she puts brie in that, and then she melted the brie, and then put a raspberry on top. Ooh, it was uh, stonertastic. It was yeah, great. and then uh, and so you, you you chatted it up about life, comedy, and food. Sure, yeah. Can people catch that anywhere? Can we do a pre plug for that? Uh, is it is it available it's, it's, for rewatch? It's out now. Just type in New Mood View 420. Oh, all right, cool. There's an archive out there somewhere. And then for fun, after you're done doing that, just type penis butt. Yeah, or you could do what I found in middle school. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we found out that uh, we we were like, hey, you know, if you Google image search 
uh, and this is like 2003, you know, so this is like primitive Google image search days. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, type in illegal fireworks. This was like the, the cool thing you would trick people with. Because if like if you searched the term illegal fireworks in Google image search, like four, row down, four rows down, there was always this same really graphic image of a guy and his flaccid penis that was tucked around his uh, Cornell Ridge, Cornell Ridge right there. Cornell, Cornell West. Cornell University. is <laughs> tucked around the Cornell University right into, the, right into Brown, hey. <laughs> if you can believe it. Yeah. Yeah, no, and so it was this thing you would prank people with. Like, hey, you should Google it. There's a really cool picture in there. Mm-hmm. And then all the kids would see this uh, this in the like the, the computer lab at school. Like there's this right. flaccid dick up someone's own asshole. I mean, it's pretty impressive. I, you, I was impressed. It's, it's basically a medical school freshman year, uh, a fun time. Yeah, illegal fireworks. But uh, <laughs> 101. It's, it's also, well, it's like Tub Girl in that sense. Oh, that, God, remember that? Yeah, remember when, when it was that hard to, or when, that easy to be upset? When you're a child, your concept of filth, nowhere... Did you assume it was going to be that filthy? Yeah, like you've seen poop before right. at that time. Like, yeah, I stepped in dog. My sister Gina stepped in dog poop. Oh, uh, yeah. No, like, and then you just like someone shows you your first. Was that your first like just horrifically gross thing that you saw on the internet? Yeah, I mean, I'd been looking at porn for years at that point. It was just you know, what, one, what, is Tub Girl porn? What, no, but, but you see filthy things. In yeah, porn yeah, yeah, by accident. Yeah, yeah, or like you're like, oh my, it looks like my brother's left the browser on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, my sister Gina. <laughs> yeah, I think Tub Girl might have been my first experience with like like really gra- like really gross like gross out whatever you I don't know what they would call that. Uh, there's like a term for that kind of. Well, I mean, in the '60s it would be a body. There'd be a dead body. That'd be like the. <laughs> Right, it'd be like the one thing. It's stand by me. Or like a black guy holding hands with a white girl. (laughs) Different areas. Different areas. Uh, Yeah, no, and uh, that was one of the first ones. And then it got, because I had some weird friends growing up, and like they really liked that shit, and they loved, like, they would like look at it by themselves without trying to like shock it. Like, oh, look at, like there was like a site called like augrish.com or something. Did you ever go to that one? No, on their Apple Watches today, they have that same picture, (laughs) but with the time in front of it. (laughs) It's like so, they're so desensitized. They're like, oh. Oh, the, it looks like the short hands right up a cunt. Oh, <laughs> it must be noon. I don't know. It's your Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Tub Girl. Yeah, I, I don't know. I swear this Twitter account's stuck in my brain right now. I can't stop doing the NYC voice, the NYC Guido voice. It's a very fun Twitter account. Everyone should go look it up. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think because after that, there was a lot of because that was just like gross. That was scatological. But then there was like the gore shit, and I really didn't oh, right. get into that. That was too much for me. Like, right? At least Tub Girl's having fun. She's having. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody? ever like found out if she was having fun or not like did anyone do a follow-up on her you know someone must I mean, facial recognition to be damned there's not going to get anything out of that there's probably a wired article from 2003 <laughs> tub girl where she's at yeah. now she's like a baker <laughs> yeah i don't think anybody ever follows up on those things it's pretty horrible though there was like i remember uh around that time was did you ever see the mr hands video i feel like i have yeah it's it's a guy he gets uh, uh has sex with a horse but like the, the the other way, I, I, you know, as the a, more the more invasively destroying destruction. Did way. at no point when you were a kid did you look up? Maybe I'm saying too much. I it's too late now. Here but we did go. you look ever look up bestiality? I found it. Okay. I don't know if I looked it up specifically, but like Kazaa, LimeWire, like yeah, that yeah, era. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw so much animal porn before I even like kissed a girl. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's like, and I feel like that's really common for our generation. Like, like to an extent, like. Like it's it was so easy. Like I would just type in like boobs, and right. then like the thing that would happen is that everybody on Kazar or whatever, in order to get their videos downloaded, their tags would be every single possible word 
that could be related to sex. So like right. if you and search for fish, gin, and juice. Yeah, yeah. It would say it would say rolling down the street, <laughs> smoking Indo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it would it would it would be like everything. It would be boobs, butthole, black, Hispanic, like just every single porn keyword like would be in the tags. So no matter what you search for, that video shows up and you're like, oh this and then you and you wouldn't be able to see a preview clip. You just see the file name. Right. So you watch it and then you're like, oh it's a dog and a woman having sex. <laughs> and I'm 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 and I'm ten. <laughs> what is this bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> You've been there though. You imagine? I I, I don't. I'm I'm not. I'm gonna, you don't. I'm no. I'm I'm, just, I'm gonna decide not to go through the mind of the dog. All no. This. But I just just I, a, the mind of the dog is yo. This is dope. That's, I'm fucking. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'll be fucking. Dogs be fucking. Just like, but as a kid, you're like, wait, what? What, is, what dogs? Yeah. You've seen them hump legs before, right? right? Just the, that whole idea. Yeah. Never occurred to me that two different. Sp- Right, it's like all oh, species. Yeah, yeah, and then and then when you see it actually become an invasive procedure, this is our filth. I don't think we've sworn once. This is our filthiest intro. I think I think that Rick Wood B roll that we got at the beginning <laughs> set us up for failure on this one. <laughs> but his was a lot. He didn't cover the B. Well, people, if you listen to after the after the episode, we're gonna roll some of that at the end there. It's really good uh, uh, stuff, which is making me very excited for this episode. Maybe that's why I'm so quick to talk about these horrible things because I'm very excited. Really, that's what happens. Ah, uh, yeah, that and a couple okay. other things. <laughs> All right. Oh. Well, it's uh, uh, well, By the way, I'm Kevin. You're first, Matt. Right. Before, we didn't do that. Before we go, how are you? I'm fine. Guinea pigs doing all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? I did my thing. I'm good. I'm good. Was, uh, uh, yeah, we we went. We got. I got a little drunk last night. Yeah, we had a good place. time last night. Uh, hanging out, watching uh, watching a lot of uh, uh, musical comedy, mm-hmm. and uh, some RuPaul's Drag Race. Some RuPaul Drag Drag Queens reading mean tweets, which could be my new favorite thing ever. Mm-hmm. The fucking internet commenters, man. I'm a f- I can't like that's why I'm like oh, commenters commenters what is it commenters commenters oh those <laughs> internet plebs <laughs> no no yeah those internet commenters on the R- rural listeners <laughs> filthy peasants toiling around in their in their onions DSL <laughs> with their with their smartphones looking at YouTube videos yeah. uh, no it's just I anytime I watch it like they do that on the Oscars too where they're like celebrities reading mean tweets and stuff and right. I just like. That's why, like, certain uh, certain part of me is like, I'm kind of glad we don't get a, su- a lot of comments on our iTunes page or anything, because like, like, or like, because it's just I read through things and people are just so they're so shitty, and it's it's really easy to be really shitty to people on the internet, obviously, and oh, it's yeah, just, it's enraging, and you never get you can never really win, especially when it's a stranger, right? So it's like it's the worst thing ever. Yeah, it, it's also weird how how um, like kids don't get. Kids aren't playing football all the time now, so no one takes like that beating right. of of having someone being physically superior than you, yeah, and like learning what that feels like when you're losing, yeah. And so it's always fascinating to me on the internet when like someone, <laughs> I have kind of a bit about a bit about this, but how I'm I'm playing an online video game and I'm losing to some kid, right? And his response to me losing is to call me a racial and gay slur. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, you're winning. Why would you? I actually used to have I used, winning. I used to have a bit like that too. I don't do it anymore because it used two of the worst words in the world, and I, I've grown as a comedian since then. But uh, I said, uh, uh, "Yeah, I play I play Halo online a lot. Uh, you can catch me uh, my gamer tag Tiger Moth nine one six. Or if you're the thirteen year old I played last night, my gamer tag is N word F word. And it was a bit I did like once, and it was fine. But it's like I don't want to say those words. But like that happens. That would happen all the time. That was especially your... and they win and they they go out of their way to let you know that or they'll send Wait. you a message or they're like over the. Voice Voice thing over the Xbox or PS network, it's terrible. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. And then these people are—I mean, they grow up to. Be, I guess we all become adults at some point. So. Yeah. So that'll be fascinating to see how they turn into adults. But I wonder if 
there because of the lack of repercussions for that stuff like what if will right. will do, do people grow out of that they're like cuz i've i remember when i was like in high school i got into an argument with like a 40 year old guy on youtube in the comments i remember cuz i looked at his profile and like uh-huh. i could picture of him he's like a dude that could have kids and shit and he's like still doing this and right. he's and one thing i remember specifically because it was it, it made me so mad cuz i couldn't like get back I couldn't like win you know right and he said you know uh, Kevin is the name that uh, is I think derives derived from a Gaelic word for the the surf that blows the lords like like that's where that name comes from yeah Kevin's an anagram for devil's dick (laughs) there's a lot of silent letters in Mm -hmm. it but yeah like it's like shit like that I'm like dude you're like fucking 36 like what are you doing I'm I'm I'm, I'm 15 he's an entomologist he's looking up that's all he's doing he's just he's just trying to educate everybody (laughs) He only he only dabbles in offensive etymology. (laughs) That's right. But yeah, I I don't know if I don't know. I bet there's. I think a lot of people don't grow out of that, and then they grow up to just be be people who vote for Trump. (laughs) I think that's how it goes. I think to an extent. No, but at the the same time, people who the older people who voted for Trump uh, don't do that on the internet, and there's still those people. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, I guess there's just always those people. There's always gonna be those people, whether or not they have Wi-Fi is up to God. Right. Right. Peasants. Uh, uh, so we solved that. We solved one. that conundrum. Right. Uh, we still are open ended on the Kazaa dog sex thing, but we'll get to that in another episode. Uh, I'm really excited about this episode. <laughs> Me though, too. Matt. Me too. Uh, let's, we've let's got get to it. We've got uh, a very funny comedian, one of my favorite comedians, Rick mm-hmm. Wood, on the show. We're going to talk to him a little bit, and he brought uh, he brought his, uh, his guitar and his amplifier. He's going to play a few songs here and there. <laughs> I'm just looking for you to confirm that that is I, what's happening. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking excited, and he's already he, Rick's er- aggressively shaking his head. He's leaving the studio. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is gonna be a really fun episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's uh, let's go to a quick break, and we'll mm-hmm. be back uh, talking to Rick Wood. All right. Gambling. Bullshit, you fucking lie. Oh. Anyway, these cocksuckers, they chicken out and they won't sponsor my show anymore. <laughs> Did they really? It was DraftKings, right? Yeah, that's, DraftKings. that's the one. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, I like the way I read the ad. How's this not fucking gambling, you know? Yeah. You know? Ah, uh, fuck it. What am it's I talking about here? Yeah. money. Uh, I got, no all these, fucking way of got, money. A, got all these fucking papers here. Uh, Cleo, what are you doing over there? Man, me undies. <laughs> oh. I got sweaty balls. Me undies. Hey, <laughs> balls. What if we picked up a sponsor by doing better reads than Bill Burr <laughs> as Bilber. That'd be amazing. Me undies. Me undies. No more sweaty balls. <laughs> that's a good jingle. <laughs> he did that. Someone put piano music on it on Reddit. Really? Oh, that's great. That's the one thing that once we once we pick up some uh, some corporate sponsors, I'm looking forward to seeing how we can ruin the ad reads. Right, yeah. It's... My favorite one is the one where uh, the the whenever they have a typo in the ad read, and then so the host reads the typo every time, specifically like available for delivery everywhere in the U.S. and the Canada. <laughs> they just <laughs> insist upon saying it. It's so great. It is the Canada. It should be right. <laughs> they're gone big time. There's only one. <laughs> uh, we in? What's going on? We're, we're doing. We're rolling. Oh, we're rolling, hot baby. damn! Bleak and Review is back. I remain Kevin Anderson. Matt Purcell's looking at his phone. Sorry, not right. sure where he is in the world. No, there, there's a, there's a, I don't say too much. There's a show that we're we're, ma- we're doing down the street tonight, uh, and they have 
questions about the setup, and I'm just reading them and not answering. Oh, that's oh, perfect. Right. They, they don't. They don't. It's just a group message. It's a comic book shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these fucking nerds. Uh, and of course, we're here with Bill Burr. No, <laughs> yeah. we're here with Rick Wood. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thank you so much for being here, Rick. Another angry fucking cunt. From the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, at least at least you don't have red hair, so that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, if we if we, if we blonde hair, which means it'll uh, stay uh, about five years longer than red hair would have. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, no one will notice as, as quickly. Yeah. Yeah. If, if we had you and Pfeiffer in here, we Kevin and I would have to sit outside. Yeah. Because the anger in the room would just be all encompassing. Yeah, that's it. Fucking hap keto. <laughs> How can you even... Fucking guys. <laughs> buy a drone. <laughs> oh, so Pfeiffer's going to be on next week. So yeah, we're going to stay we could, tuned. Stay tuned. Match those. Come in next week. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be playing some music. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, Rick, where are you from? on the East Coast again? Uh, Virginia. Virginia. Oh, word. Okay, I'm actually, well, I'm not going, I'm going close to Virginia, and I'm, I'm going to North Carolina on April 4th. I'm more close to North Carolina than most of Virginia. That's What part of North Carolina? Uh, I believe right outside Chapel Hill. Uh, uh, Hillsboro, maybe? That sounds like some redneck shit. I'm not sure. It's wherever my Maybe brother lives. Burrow. Yeah. We're going yeah. to Yasboro. <laughs> <laughs> well, where are you from in Virginia? Um, Chesapeake, Portsmouth. Oh, they, I, was, I was hoping it was a borough so bad. East corner. No, I don't... I wonder what our borough was. Like Martin's, I don't know. Borough, <laughs> but it's not like spelled like borough, like a New York neighborhood. It's, it's like, like borough. B O O R O. You're going to Martin's borough. <laughs> playing the corn. <laughs> are, you, are you guys, uh, you're south of the Pennsylvania Baltimore Wooter? Uh, accent. <laughs> the water ice? Yeah, we don't have any of that. It's all like, uh, there's a lot of military, so it gets kind oh, of amalgamated right. from everything else. Oh, yeah. Know, that explains a lot of it. It's just a lot of, just a lot of masculinity and stuff. But it's also <laughs> like, it's not the southern accent that's like Texas, where it's like all, or Georgia also yeah. is like one of those, hey, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama, what, what Georgia, doing? Texas, that's that whole area of like scary. Guys. Yeah. It's like, mm -hmm. wait, what you doing here? <laughs> and like, Virginia's like, hey. <laughs> North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida. Uh, uh, Louisiana parts of it when it's not full on Cajun. <laughs> hey, cock on with you guys. <laughs> Where y'all go? Where y'all go? <laughs> yeah. I my dogs are going to bat you. <laughs> just follow you. Was it a Flannery O'Connor store where they just follow you down the street and then someone murders someone? Yeah, basically. <laughs> All right, right. <laughs> and so you're from, you're not from that area though. You're from the, you're from the one, two, two accents ago, uh, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, like whatever. How long did you li uh, live in Virginia before you moved wherever you moved after oh, that? Because it wasn't directly from there to LA, right? No, we like we moved there when I was like five. From my mom's from Chicago. Oh, okay. And, uh, my dad's in the Coast Guard, so we had to go wherever the fuck they sent him. And oh, we yeah. Up in Portsmouth, Virginia. And from the time I was five till I was eighteen, I joined the Air Force to get out of Portsmouth, Virginia. Oh, really? And see the world. <laughs> Where'd they send you? Utah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you saw you saw definitely a world, yeah, but it wasn't. I got exposed to a whole new culture. <laughs> sure. uh, how long were you in Utah for? Like three years. Yeah. Then, yeah long enough to fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, then I moved. In the meantime, my mom had, uh, my parents split up when I was a kid, but she was dating this guy. Fucking scumbag. Yeah. And uh, finally that went south enough that she was like, I got to leave Virginia. Yeah. And she went to back by her parents' house in Chicago. And then her older brother had slowed down up in Wisconsin by that point. It was like, just come to Wisconsin. Yeah. You know, starting over in Chicago when you're 40-something is rough. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> so she's real happy in Wisconsin now. Nice. So after Utah, I had to move back there. For to Wisconsin. And then that lasted about six months before I moved to Chicago <laughs> with uh, the woman I eventually married. Oh, word. And is that uh, around when you started getting into stand-up or music or both? Or was it before uh, that? 
Well, that's when I'd started to try to do music. So that was like 2005 I moved to Chicago. Uh-huh. I was like 20... I just turned 22. That was about the time I was being called uh, a cocksucker on YouTube when I was in high school <laughs> from go. the intro segment. Yeah, I was listening to a little bit of that. I was, like, uh, I was trying to place where I was, like, you guys were talking about, like, horse fucking. And, uh, I, was, I was really going out memory lane, like, man, these guys were... I remember when the internet first popped off. Yeah, like, yeah. AOL mm-hmm. sent out a hundred of those fucking mm-hmm. discs. discs. Oh, yeah. Everyone was getting on it. Your parents like pick up the phone and ruin your porn. Oh yeah, up. yeah. Um, it was like '94. I was 11. Yeah, and we were seeing like it was mostly pictures that came in a line at the time, or these really grainy AVIs, which are like yep, little videos. And people, they you just got whatever people would send you. Right? Where would you go to like chat rooms and stuff? Yeah, there wasn't. You? They hadn't finished building the internet yet. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was no, one had, no one knew how to make a website. Yeah, yeah. The porn people were still figuring it out, but you had to like. I like have that a credit card and shit. Yeah, I like that. Before the internet's done, there's already porn though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, there was, that's all that was happening. There was like porn. finally. <laughs> well, for me, the most amazing thing, and this tells you where I was at this time. Uh, I think I was probably like in '96. I would have been ten. And when the internet first came out, Playboy jumped on it, and Playboy had their entire archive for free because no one knew knew how to monotonize anything or uh, monetize anything. Monotonize. It was not monotonized at all. A lot of different tips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking I'm fucking eleven. Mostly 12 white. Years old. <laughs> twelve years old, and it's just like a, a, a century's worth of of breasts and and hairy vaginas. It was just like it blew my mind. Yeah, you could just get right through it. You gotta sit there waiting for the. It's uh, never as good as the shit you found in the woods. <laughs> See, I never, never had Playboy that. Boy in the woods. Right. I always found like weird shit where the dicks were too long and they bent. Everyone, yeah, I found this porn where everyone had a dick that was like comically like a, large and bent, like a tire iron. Yeah, it, it would like curve so yeah, yeah. like a scimitar. Yeah, and then uh, a rapier, which yeah, is a terrible pun. Oh, my, we all thought like, man, well, I wonder when my dick gets all huge. And curvy. Yeah, yeah. When does that happen? Curvy. It's like a, that's what it's your twenty first birthday. Yeah, oh, you're forty. Like seven more. It just everything just falls apart and yeah. just, now you could just like all of a sudden it's just like like I, a fucking birthday balloon. <laughs> I'm a little bit younger than you guys, so I didn't actually have the magazine in the woods experience. I did the one time I found a magazine in public that was after I'd already seen porn on the internet, and it was I was at an elementary school and I was skating like like the handrails there with my friends skateboarding around. And we found a magazine, and so we were like, "Well, we're not gonna get our, we're not gonna get kicks out of this because we've already seen internet porn. So what we're gonna uh, do is just tape now. pictures of it to the walls of the classrooms or like the the windows and stuff because we were assholes and it was a weekend. Yeah. So we're like, "Hey, some some janitor's gonna come here and be like titties." <laughs> that was the extent. <laughs> that was the extent that that prank went. And then he's gonna say, "Fuck, I have to clean all this." Yeah, stuff. yeah. <laughs> we used we used very weak tape. It was it was, uh, it was just a side it was a side errand. But uh, well, the the magazine in the woods was always it was like it it was the hand of God moment, you know, you're just like, oh, look at this beautiful bounty. What right. is this? It could be anything. Yeah, who left this under a rock? <laughs> oh, thank God. Did you guys ever, whenever you guys found that, was it ever like, someone might be coming back for this? Like, I gotta be careful. Like, <laughs> that was a weird thing. It's like, no one ever, not once, and I spent a lot of time in the woods looking for <laughs> magazines. I spent a lot rock. of time in the woods. And, uh, Never did someone show up and go, hey, stop looking at my porn. <laughs> so either like a druid came up and was like, oh, fuck, 10-year-olds found my porn. Yeah, yeah. And it, it couldn't have been full-grown adults. It had to be like 
Yeah, it has to be older other kids. kids. Yeah, other yeah, kids. Because yeah. an adult would just like have like you know a gun safe or something. I don't know. I don't know what people do. Right. Uh, a little Bigfoot is bas- is a guy just <laughs> trying to hide, going to find his porn and seeing someone saw him. Yeah. <laughs> so he's always out of focus. He's booking it because <laughs> he's got a bunch of fucking ass gape magazines or something. That's terrible. Uh, but circling back to. Uh, uh, you trying to start music or getting into music in Chicago in 2005. So was it music before comedy? Yeah, way before. I liked comedy when I was a kid, but it didn't seem like anything you could do. Right. It's just like, it was so weird. It was like, oh, I guess someone told Eddie Murphy to say all that <laughs> yeah. shit, like to go do that. And then that was it. So, cause I'd never met, I'd seen guys with guitars and Right, dude. I was in bands when I was a teenager. Right, like, you're like that's you know, something terrible, I like, I could see that happening. Around, but nobody did comedy. It was like, right, who the fuck does that? So, all this time I'd been playing music a lot, like bass and shit. And yeah, and like nerdy bands, and then finally when I moved to Chicago, I'd gotten in this like I'm gonna be like a fucking acoustic songwriter. I'm yeah. a folk singer. Yeah, I was gonna be like you know, Bright Eyes just made a big hit with I'm Wide Awake. It's <laughs> I seen, remember that. Yeah. yeah, the stage was set for some introspective, socially concerned folk music. And, uh, I was ready to strike and sing where the damn Hell yeah. guitar. Well, I thought I wrote good songs. Yeah, uh, I just play in this dump. In, yeah, uh, bar shows and yeah, stuff. Just played basically just one place all the time. Really, it's called the Gallery Cabaret. Yeah, I loved it. I met. Some oh yeah, Matt, you there. lived in Chicago. You yeah. probably know the spot. They do yeah. comedy there a lot. Now. Yeah, and I went to the music mic when I was back there visiting. Like last week, just for like ah for old times. Yeah, he used to not be able to get a spot on that list. There'd be like forty people with guitars or show. It'd be like a it's all it was now. all music open mic with forty people on the list. Yeah, Jesus Christ, and shit. And he's I mean when I started like no one really came. Yeah, and I met a couple guys from like Arkansas and a dude from Pennsylvania who I've stayed friends with who are like some of the best songwriters I ever met. Oh yeah, and uh. We would like do that, and then it kept getting more popular, and everyone was showing up with their fucking chords and bullshit. <laughs> and then we moved, and then I went back, and now the music mic, no one wants. You can show up late and get on mm-hmm. first, you really. Know? And then, but they have comedy there now. Comedy is that line out the fucking yeah, door. Yeah, yeah I, that's weird that that's kind of like it seems. I mean, I always feel like it's just L.A. because I've been living here for four years. So I'm like, God, there's so many fucking. Everyone wants to do comedy. I'm like, well, it's L.A. But then you hear something like that. It's like, no, it's just like. Well, I guess that's still Chicago, but, but it's still well, like in, in Chicago, small towns. Yeah, places, yeah. They have like a. It's hard to get work at clubs unless you're headlining. Yeah. Because now they'll just hire a local feature. Yeah, it's like we got a guy that can do 20 yeah. minutes about, you know, Tinder and his, his wife's tits local or whatever. references usually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing worse than like. Where my where my Hillsboro people at? Yeah. <laughs> hey, towns around here sure got funny names. <laughs> and, uh, I've seen people do that shit, man. Uh, for, for hours. Spend all that time finally getting a headline. You got to follow like. 15 minutes of local references. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Like, you out of your fucking mind. Like some guy flies in and like he's doing zanies and like people in Chicago are just like, let's have an outsider tell us about our, our town here. Yeah. Let's. yeah. <laughs> That's what they love. This person's from LA so he probably thinks he's better than you. Everybody, Rick Wood. Like. That's my requested intro. Is it right? On a laminated index card in my wallet. <laughs> Yeah, I had that. I did a show in Tulare, which is still California, but you know it's a few hours north. And uh, they put me on the flyer as from LA, Kevin Anderson. I'm like, why even? Can I just be a comedian? I know. I just hate that. I mean, I still don't really like it. But one of the first times I went back to Wisconsin, to this club where I started, and they were like, this guy's from LA. And people were really like, wow. And I immediately like shit on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's no big deal. Anyone can move there. And it's then, so yeah, you could live there. You can see them go like, oh well, fuck you then. <laughs> and then we were just, so ready to like yeah. you. I was like, oh, I could have coasted on that. 
yeah. and had their goodwill immediately. <laughs> and I had to like pull the rug out from under myself. Yeah, you're just pointing out to them, you guys don't have to be here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just a guy. <laughs> yeah, I just anyway, you got a full tank of gas, you can make it like a third of the way or something. It's, it's like they literally, they literally just paid for their second of the two drink minimum, and they're like, all right, L.A. guy. And he goes, fuck L.A. Oh well, well <laughs> that was forty dollars oh, well damn. spent. <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> so do you? Uh, you've been. Uh, uh, well, I guess I'll get back to. So you get into you're doing your music thing, and then at what point did you start going? Well, I should do comedy too, or like, uh, or was it like I should do comedy instead, or was it on the side? Or uh, I'm just curious because you're good at both. So I was, <laughs> I always want to know. When I lived in Chicago, it was just music. I mean, that was really what I wanted to do, like really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, uh, that was the dream. Did you release an album when you were out there? Because because you sent you gave me two albums when I bought uh, your your vinyl of your uh, your new album. Oh, did it? Oh, you, you, oh yeah. That shipping was error. That was a, okay. that was a shipping was error. <laughs> Accidentally. I did. I had like some little folky CDs I'd print up. And, mm-hmm. uh, there's no more of those. Um, maybe <laughs> there is in a box that I'll never tell you where it is. Uh, <laughs> This is like all these like protests against George Bush. George Bush was the president. Oh, you're, this. those were the so you're trying to get on the Rock Against Bush compilation. I was like, uh, well, I guess full, I, was I thought punk. it was Woody Guthrie. Yeah, that have songs like "Someone Tell the President <laughs> War is Not Democracy." <laughs> yeah. Just you in the living room walking. Yeah, basically just me and a guitar, like going, "Hey, kind of like Newsies that." Kind of like that song from uh, Inside Llewyn Davis. Uh, Please don't send me to space, Mister President. Like kind of that kind yeah, of stuff. Kind of, yeah, it was totally like, yeah, be Bob Dylan, yeah, yeah. Llewyn Davis, kind of, yeah, hell yeah, yeah talking, uh, talking Woody Guthrie, New York Blue. Yeah, yeah, finger picking and pretending I was a hundred years old. Twenty two. John Prine was like, that's who my favorite was. John Bryan? Yeah. Oh hell yeah. So it's like I loved him. I wanted to. I just wanted to be like that. And then I didn't know how to fuck. He, like some guy would just show up and all of a sudden he was like huge. Yeah. Like, I never even saw that guy working on any of this shit anywhere. Yeah. It's like they're like he just knew a guy. Yeah. And yep. you're like, oh. Fuck. Well, I don't know anybody. <laughs> I should know people. Spending too much time on this music stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I was there for like two years, and then my wife got this job offer back up in Wisconsin on the little peninsula thumb part. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite Dora's part. Town. <laughs> yeah. And Dora County. And um, I was like, oh, I guess that's it. I guess I'm going to move there, and we'll get old and fucking die or something. <laughs> uh, that well, was fun. There's probably a comedy club there. <laughs> then, well, I wasn't even thinking. Yeah, that's new right. New comics in Chicago who, like, I liked hanging out with them because I just liked because this is the first time I saw people do it. Like, Hannibal Burris used to come do a music open mic I hosted. When he oh, was really? Like anybody. Really? Before he moved to New York. I oh, was wow. I was like, that guy's weird. <laughs> That's cool. I like when he comes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, so, like, I knew comics would come through, and sometimes I'd go to, like, a mixed mic with them. And then that was the first time anyone said I should do any comedy. It was, like, some comics went up and ate shit. yeah. And then I was just like making fun of everything that was happening while trying to tune my guitar, <laughs> kind of just like and riffing, like yeah, while kind of I playing a little bit. Comedy or anything? It was a cat, like a cafe, a cafe, <laughs> a cafe, a coffee shop where people like just there for like the wife. Oh, and know? they super don't want any of the blo- stuff yeah. on stage to be. And happening. I was like a pause, like I'm sorry. <laughs> this is happening to you. I was like, I know you're in here, like I'm trying to be in your blog space. Yeah. I'm like, hey, you're getting in my blog space, and we're trying to fucking throw our dream on you. And, uh, <laughs> Suck on this dream. Yeah, Suck. all the angry blogging people were laughing. This dream were. kills fascists. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's on my guitar. <laughs> and then uh, my buddy's like, hey, you're funnier than those comedians. And I was like, oh, well, they were having a bad night. <laughs> yeah. And then anyway, so I moved in turns out they were doing a lot of music up in Wisconsin. Yeah. Like, I'm, they have a whole mu- big music scene in this, like, town Sturgeon Bay, where uh, this guy, Pat McDonald, who was in the band Tim Buck 3, 
They're most widely known for the future so bright I gotta wear shades. So, oh, I know that song, yeah. yeah. That was a big hit. And then uh him and some other people he started like him and Jackson Brown basically started this like music festival thing to try and raise money and awareness to save this old bridge that the state wanted to tear down. My mom just screamed at that reference. She loves Jackson Brown and she listens to the podcast. So I just want right. to I just want to call her out real quick. <laughs> and my mom loves bridges, Madison County. So it's well, I once opened for Jackson Brown. If you count, oh, nine hours before he went <laughs> for about fifteen hey, minutes. You, you held that door open for a long time. Let everybody in. <laughs> a million people between me and him. Um, Still put it on your flappers bio, yeah. man. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> so I met all these great people and was playing a lot of music up there. That's where I started at Band Abnormal Cattle oh, okay, yeah. that I sent you yeah. the other album of. And we like went back down to Chicago and cut a record on tape and everything. Ooh. Finals and we are like, this is happening, man. Yeah. And uh, our drummer, um, like right <laughs> right the day before we were supposed to go cut the record, was like, we had to get him out of jail. He got arrested <laughs> for like, drug possession. And then, so we went and cut the thing, and then he didn't want to do probation, which is smart, because he never made it. He'd just been back in jail. It's good when you know yourself that way. Yeah. He was like, I'm just going to go to jail for four months and be done with this. Like, I'm going to fuck up. Yeah. No deals. <laughs> and so it, it was like, all right, well, shit. Yeah. And then, that was like 2010, and then that year... Uh, so it's part of like leftover from the Save the Bridge thing. It's turned in, and there's like a motel there where like they got a recording studio next door and all this whole like infrastructure for like this creative kind of network. And they do also they so they do a festival in the summer called Steel Bridge Song Fest, where they have like a bunch of musicians come and just live in this hotel for a week and collaborate yeah. and record things, and then play a bunch of shows. And then they have another one around Halloween. Where everyone writing all the theme around Halloween is like we're gonna write scary songs. Yeah, and then they record those and play a couple big shows, and um. So I was at the Halloween one in 2010, just mostly cutting up. It's like summer camp. It's a bunch of buds like from ages you know 24 to 70. There. <laughs> like old time blues guy. It's like an all inclusive summer camp. <laughs> Everyone's just hanging out, jamming and drinking and fuck. And I'm like the king cut up. Like, were you partying? Were you like oh, yeah, partying super hard like, back then? Yeah, I used to. I'd go hard at the like too much whiskey and stuff just like not out of hand i get more fun when i'm drunk like yeah. i'm a pretty mm, yeah. crumpy sober person so. <laughs> drunk i get embarrassed at how sensitive oh. and nice i am to everyone yeah which shouldn't be something you're embarrassed of but i'm like ugh I was like, you were like really pleasant. I go, yeah, now they're all going to fucking think that. You're going to live up to it now? Yeah, yeah. Man, I can't keep that. I, gotta, I guess I'll just stay drunk then. <laughs> I have thought about it. I can see the allure. I think eventually it turns and then you're just mean. And yeah. And then you got to do something else or quit. Yeah, they can't, you, can't, you can't just keep doing it because then, yeah, you just become a mess. Well, yeah, the, the nature of everything. Like, you have to figure it out at some point so you can live with it. It's just like the angry YouTube commenters. Are you going to keep doing this? Right. Are you gonna, that's their vice. It's well, just, you know, when I drink, I get, I'll get real happy, but then my brain spends all of its happy juice, mm -hmm. whatever that's called. <laughs> oh, no, endorphins, yeah, endorphins. Serotonin. Yeah, dope, serotonin, whatever. So in the morning, I'm like... I'm so depressed. Yeah, like you, I oh, feel yeah. like I just murdered all my friends in the morning. I literally I'm like, did you something bad. I was like, no, you were like really nice last night. I literally I wake up often after yeah, nights yeah. of that where I'm like, you know, have like a forty dollar bar tab or whatever, and I wake up and I'm like, I'm like, God, I was so embarrassing last night because of how much I was talking to my friends. Like That's I have that, I, get, I have yeah. that same shit. I'm like, Jesus, I I'm so sorry if I was annoying. That's like, dude, you were like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but I think I think that's what it, part of it is just the hangover thing makes you just depressed and shit. But uh, God, I get. 
I get that a lot. I totally understand yeah, where I mean, you're coming I try from. Yeah, I cut back because I just can't process it. Yeah, it's like oh, I'm too fucking. But anyway, I wouldn't cut back at these things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a fucking like, party weekend. Or... It's Halloween, so there's all these masks. I like this old man mask. And I like, <laughs> this whole really pretty convincing for the low budget old man costume. Yeah, it's just like in character as a geezer fucking with everyone. Yeah, it just got to the point where by the end of this week. All these musicians are spectre like, man, you should do you're a comedian though, right? And I was like, No, I don't all my songs are like pretty depressing. Yeah. They're like political shit or something. I was like, it's not I'm not funny, man. I'm fucking I'm, I'm fucking dark, I'm bro. Dark and brood. I'm like yeah. cave. <laughs> they're like, nah, you're funny. People don't understand my art. <laughs> yes. My friend Chris goes, Man, world's dark enough. People need to laugh. <laughs> Yeah. Chris was like an 80 year old blues man <laughs> he, the world's he, dark he enough was boy. like an 80 year old blues man trapped in like a 40 year old man's body uh, <laughs> hey boy people amazing. need to laugh <laughs> <That's it. laughs> yeah, people need to laugh brother and so he talked like, uh, like Hulk Hogan had like uh, laryngitis or something sing his ass up <laughs> so how long were you uh, in Wisconsin for then like four years oh wow way too long um, <laughs> yes. but, like so mid 20s you, you spent all that Great, man. All the middle section, like from 24 to 28, I think, yeah. Um, I didn't like it very much. I liked people I knew and stuff, but I just didn't like Wisconsin, really. Yeah. I yeah. the cold. It's just nothing to do, and it was a town where it was people going up on vacation, which is fun for them, not for me. And then everyone else was, like, retired as shit, like the median age, <laughs> like 70. You know? so I was just like, man, I got to get out of here. Wait, why would people come? They would come there for vacation? Yeah, it's like a Cape Cod kind oh, of Oh, yeah, kind of the, like the waspy sort of yeah. like, oh, it's the colors of the seasons. Yeah, and that the, kind of yeah. shit. They come for fall. And the cheese, probably. Yeah, it is all, yeah that. Yeah. Can't fish boils. It's just like, it's nice. It's fun. It's like living in a fucking Bob Seger song. Like everything <laughs> just feels like Michigan in the summer. Yeah. Like, oh, there should be kids fucking in a Chevy in the woods anywhere around here. <laughs> it's, a, it's a place like it's great if you can visit it and like spend a week there yeah it's I, I recommend anyone visit it it's just live, it's a little Twin Peaksy when you live yeah. there like mm-hmm. people who have to live seasonally man it fucks with your head oh yeah and uh, so like a lot of other weird fucked up shit would go on there it happens everywhere but in a city it gets buried in yeah. a small town it's your fucking friends that it's happening to or doing it yeah right. it gets to be a lot the, the drugs and much smaller yeah, pond for all shit. the worst yep. shit yeah. <laughs> Death uh, and mayhem and just weird crimes. Yeah, alchemy. Yeah, we had a guy from our our high school circle of uh, acquaintances that uh, just a few years after high school, and because I'm from a town that's kind of like them from Sacramento, like outside of it, so it's kind of got like a small town vibe. And like it's like, oh yeah, he became addicted to meth and stabbed a marine 36 times to steal his video games to sell for more meth. And like, oh, I knew that guy. That's cool. Yeah, that, <laughs> that kind, kind of, of shit. shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, people get busted with kitty porn and stuff. Yeah, like, oh, I used to hang out with that guy. Yeah, it seemed fucking weird. Yeah, it's nuts. Nope, he was totally fucked up. <laughs> You're like, L.A., baby! <laughs> yeah. I happened after I moved, but yeah. it was a lot of weird shit. Yeah. Yeah, so well, I started doing stand-up after this Halloween thing. At the last night of They it, finally got to you. They were like, enough people told you you should try comedy that you were like, fuck it, I'll just try it. Kind of. So I put a jack-o'-lantern on my head. <laughs> So I'm, I'm already trying laughing. to tell this story like at these fucking storytelling shows, which oh, yeah. I respect everyone that does that, but I can't do it because it's so like it always feels so serious. Like there's yeah. gotta be a deep mm-hmm. pause. Yeah, anytime I, just I do want it, someone to yeah. scream like dog shit. Right <laughs> <laughs> Boners! Yeah. I just can't fucking have. I don't have the maturity to yeah. fucking feel that much anything outside of irreverence um, or rage. <laughs> so. <laughs> But I remember, like, when I was a little kid, my mom had this boyfriend who was, like, 
a fucking piece of shit. You ever seen Sling Blade? Oh, yeah. So he's like Dwight Yoakam in <laughs> oh, Sling Blade. Oh, God. But, like, Dwight Yoakam's cooler. Um, <laughs> More I didn't have no friendly, mentally retarded guy to come save me. It was just me and my brother. I'm like, man, this guy sucks. And he always wanted to have, like, these fucking life lessons. He didn't know anything. He was, like, 10 years younger than my mom, which made him, like, fuck, I don't know, 12 years older than me. Like, yeah. Not old enough to tell a To tell you shit. shit, yeah. It's like, dude, you're like, you're 30. <laughs> I'm 16, 17, like you don't know anything. Let me tell you, kid. Yeah. When you get to be 30 and you finally like get your own insurance, it's real. It's yeah. real crazy. Yeah, when you're mooching off of your mom, like I am, uh, <laughs> still pays for my phone. Yeah, basically. <laughs> when you're, yeah. yeah. Once, yeah, yeah. Me and you, yeah, me and you got a lot in common, kid. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're both, both very dependent your on your mother. Yeah, <laughs> uh, at least I was jacking off. <laughs> uh, but Thank God for the this, woods. Had, like the L.A. Weekly, but it was. Whatever our town's was called, I think it was called Nine Volt. It's like a, a the edgy. This is like the height of alternative rock and shit. You know, this is mm-hmm. probably like ninety eight, ninety nine. So like the Red Hot Chili Peppers were still cool and all this. Shit. Yeah, yeah. And they were on the cover of this thing, and Anthony Kiedis had a watermelon rind, like fucking on his head, like a he cut it like a spiral, and like he made like a helmet. He made like an abstract helmet out of a watermelon rind, <laughs> and they did these promo photos with it. And uh, he's like, look at this jackass. This guy. Wasted a perfectly good watermelon. <laughs> stupid. Don't, I, listen, I don't, this is why I try to discipline you, boy. So you don't end up looking like a fucking jackass. Like this stupid, no talent, fucking dumb shit with water. I'll be so embarrassed. You or your brother are going to put a watermelon. Because if you get in a band and you get to take pictures, you're going to put a watermelon. I'm like, he called me out of whatever I was doing. Yeah, yeah. Like, to, to, to come up. Boy, boy. Get off yeah. the internet. Come over here. Hey, get down here. I want to tell you something. I want to tell you about conservation. Yeah, I'm like practicing like a Rush song on the bass or something. Like, come here. You got to learn about a watermelon hat. And uh, so I'm like, all right, yeah, Tim, I'll never fucking wear a watermelon on my head. Somewhere out there, that dude has some strong opinions about Lady Gaga's cover shoots. Oh, hey, he's probably <laughs> this isn't what you do with meat. You know, I suppose it's going to go bad. Oh, meat's not a shirt. <laughs> Less That's the episode. jacket. That's that different. might be the episode title. Meat's not a shirt. That's fucking hilarious. Whole fucking. Then I was like, all right, yeah, I won't put it. And you forget shit like that. Yeah. You know, but some kicks it up later. And it was at this Halloween music day. I'm getting ready to go up and play the show. But we had a written song. Me and this guy wrote a song called Pumpkinhead. And I was like, I'm going to fucking wear a pumpkin on my head. Yeah. Because like a lot of these things, musicians are like, Real fuck you, cool. stepdad. And they're always preening, you know? And there's all these people that like, at the time, I just wore like whatever old shit I had. I didn't look very. I mean, I don't look super. You're very now, grungy. But I have like a patch on my jacket. Yeah, it's a little bit hip. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you were Buckethead before Buckethead. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah, it was even more cool or anything. But I was like, I'll show all these hip people with their wild blouses what's up. I'll have a real pumpkin on my head. And so I'm in the trunk of my car, carving this jo- right outside the venue, like scooping seeds with my bare hand. Yeah, yeah. Have, like cutting it with a key. And uh, I'm getting ready to try to get the hole big enough to wear this pumpkin on my head. It just flashes back to the kitchen table with the watermelon. Yeah. Don't you ever put a watermelon? <laughs> watermelon's the same shit. Yeah. And then uh, I'm like, well, fuck you, man. Yeah. I guess I'm going to do this. That was your rebellion. <laughs> I put it on and danced around and sang the song and then smashed it and took a big bite of it. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's and punk rock. Everyone's like, that was fucking crazy. That was like the most. The positive. I'd been playing music. People always play. Like, this good song's nice. That's yeah, the only yeah. time where I'd been like a maniac. And yeah. Like, oh shit, dude. And I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. <laughs> that's fucking cool. <laughs> the next day, 
So it was like the day after Halloween, I had to give some people a ride to the airport mm. to fly back from that festival. And my brother had been going to this comedy club kind of near there. And I was like, and I noticed they had an open mic on Monday nights. And so I was like, all right. So I'll fucking drop them off and I'll be close to that comedy club. Yeah. I'll go do open mic. I'll bomb. <laughs> and, and then I'll prove to everyone. I'm supposed to be a dark, brooding musician <laughs> who occasionally puts a pumpkin on his head. You like did you did, you started comedy out of spite? Yeah, I just wanted those guys to because I kept telling them I go being a good comedian is way different than fucking around and cutting up with you guys. Yeah, it's easy to laugh with you because you're not expecting it to be funny right now, and I'm riffing off of your bullshit. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be up there with me. And then uh, I'm surprised you didn't start with improv. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was driving down there to go do it and I dropped uh, my friends off at the airport and then I started farting a lot because I ate that I took some bites of that pumpkin <laughs> and I was like a, fucking to get attention basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the pump, the fart smelled like pumpkin and I thought I was hilarious so I was just like <laughs> driving, driving, driving my ass is Yankee Candle and then I pushed it and then I'd shit a lot of the consistency of like pumpkin pie yeah. shit. You, you know how many great comedy careers never got started because someone shit their pants on the way to their first open mic. <laughs> well, I was I lived about an hour and a half from this open mic, and uh, I was close at this point. And I was like, I'm fucking doing it, and so I went to Target and bought, bought pants with shit in my pants. <laughs> like, uh, no, enough. I had to throw away my underwear and pants. Right, and then you th- did the you throw it away at Target? Yeah. Like, yeah, I changed in the bathroom. <laughs> then, uh, Wait, so you bought jeans and then walked past the counter into the bathroom and put them on? Paid and then went put them on the whole time just with a bunch of shit, shit pants in the Target bag. <laughs> the security guys like they're confused because like you're just in the bathroom with stuff. I need to see your receipt. Oh. The receipts in the pants I have shit in. I'm oh in a bag. no! And you're like, here's a bag of shitty pants. <laughs> I'm leaving. I gotta go fail at comedy at this point. Oh my god! I had no idea for material at all. Like, yeah, I mean that's a great bit, right? There. So I just walked in and talked. To, I just told it kind of like that. Oh, you, you just know, like, told the story about what happened. I embellished a little bit. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Like to, and then uh, yeah, you, shit, you, you shit your second pair of pants too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, you know, you gotta get the popcorn from the snack bar to hide the smell of shit. <laughs> go to the register, open, they don't see, and the security yeah, yeah. guards just holding my shitty pants, and I'm running out here. And people, it's like I'm on my way to my yeah. open mic. People love a shit pants. Oh yeah, God! One's first fucking. <laughs> Ten minutes ends up usually with like a shit pants. Yeah, that and I saw <laughs> or a who fucking dick pics that morning. Yeah, yeah. I hit the internet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just was like, man, thought it would be bigger. That was like my act. I was right. like, I shit my pants, and, and I was like, that's also- Brett Favre's dick, and it's like. I mean, I know he's got big hands, but I thought his dick would be bigger. <laughs> but also, it never occurred to me that someone would send a flaccid penis in a picture. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and that, that was it. But it seems like a missed opportunity, at the very least. <laughs> yeah. Like, you had time. Yeah, do some work. <laughs> do some work. Illegal fireworks. <laughs> that was enough to kick it off, though. I was like, oh, because it was great. And, then, and you and went, then, yeah, it uh, went really well. And then you're like, oh, I guess I can do this. Yeah. This is this op- there was like 12 other comics. It's and a- they were all. You know, really new at just the idea of public speaking. I've been like, I just had a pumpkin on my head the night before. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have stage fright at right. this point. I was already like, yeah, I've done it. Yeah, I've been walking around in front of people with half a ball hanging <laughs> all week because I thought that was funny. Just like that. Would you step and get you send gum? Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, just dicking around. So it was like, 
you know, just yeah, you, know, you know, you take for granted like just get in the mic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For people who've never, there's a lot of people who, before they try stand up, they never touched a microphone. Yeah. And My first intimidated first... just by the mechanics of all and, that and then shit. well adjusting it too. That's the big. It's like you know someone's a pro ish. They've done it a while when they take the stand and they adjust it, then they yeah. move it or something. Yeah. Like... My first book show in 2013 was like I booked at Flappers off an open mic set I did, and uh, my I was like super don't, nervous. Don't brag too much about that. I'm not. This is this is just not going <laughs> to be a brag in just a minute. Yeah. Yeah. You who room half full. It was Ooh. great. Uh, right, and I go up and I'm like super nervous. My first book show, and I pull the mic out and the XLR pops out, and it's like this is my nightmare. Oh, <laughs> so I had to, I had to like oh you got to figure out how this goes in. Like it's like literally I rec- I think They're I recovered from it, but either. I know, they, but just, you got to line up. You got to line it up, and I was just, you know, I was just, way to do it. I was just, I was just going at it like a fervent teenager. You just did a Battleston uh, Fitzgerald. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's an open mic. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Uh, but actually, speaking of flappers, it's a funny joke. <laughs> we've talked about him in like the last three episodes. Yeah. I love that. Um, but I want to get more uh, in the next segment into like since you moved to LA and what you've been oh, doing yeah. out here and stuff. But I think we should go to a break. We yeah, think, Matt, a quick break. Uh, uh, but before we go to break, uh, I think Rick, you want to play a song or something? Yeah, we'll dust off the old guitar. Yeah, the old guitar. <laughs> Back um, to the original dream. What, uh, what, yeah, dust it off. <laughs> uh, what uh, What song, do you know what song you're going to play? You want to hype the song a little bit? or uh, Are you yeah, taking I'll, requests? I'll play this song, Heat Lightning. Oh, I love that one. And then that's on... So now I put music out is just called the Earth Satellites. Oh, okay. I don't, didn't want to get confused with any comedy stuff. After I like recorded some right. stuff... It's just because I was sitting around on my apartment board. I don't have an Xbox or anything. I just yeah. play the guitar. Yeah. And every comic's like, oh, you do music now? Did you quit comedy? I'm like, God damn. I just. It's the best thing is that it's the first thing on yeah. your band camp is Rick Wood is a comedian who also does music sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> can, can I be interested in two things? Yeah, sometimes? nope. Or, nope. You're, I'm a purist. Yeah. Some <laughs> comic comes over with a cake they baked. I don't go like, just like a fucking baker now. Are you, are you just a baker? That's all you. You're just into pastries? Good cake. Yeah. Are you going cake wars now? Giving up on your dreams? Cool. I, I like uh, the idea of someone I'd be like, I want to get this a uh, Rickwood comedy album. Oh, this isn't funny at all. This yeah. is music. This is dark and brooding. I have he should have one that has my name on <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm like, man, if someone buys it, so people be like, oh, is this a comedy? Album? I'm like, no, it's depressing. <laughs> this, this is this is old Empire. school Rickwood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a great album. We'll put we'll talk about more in plugs, but yeah, Rick, everyone should check out Rick's album on Bandcamp uh, in the evening of an Empire. Yeah, I won't play anything from that because I don't want your listeners to kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to request a song from it later, but we'll talk oh, about it off mic. We'll, we'll see. Uh, but uh, yeah, Heat Lightning is a great song. I've heard you do this at, uh, speaking of terrible bars, I've heard you oh, do this at Lotus Lounge, Lounge yeah. multiple times. It's the only place I'll play music yep. in LA, basically. <laughs> it's the only reason I go to Lotus Lounge for the most part. That's where I uh, just get it out of my system. Hell yeah. And you rock that place. And you got fans there. You got like that one drunk guy. No. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy. The one is good. The one is good. He is not the guy who punched you in the neck. No, but that, me and that guy are cool now. Oh, uh, we, yeah. we'll get it. That. I would love to do that whole story. <laughs> in the next segment for sure because okay, I want to yeah. talk about Lotus Lounge and LA and... that's the second time I've had someone on stage <laughs> trying to hit me so. <laughs> okay we'll do that story too uh, but right now um, we'll go ahead and uh, we'll have Rick Wood playing uh, Heat Lightning from the band is uh, Earth Satellites The Earth Satellites, the Earth Satellites. Yeah, so is there other other comics in that band too yeah sometimes Julia Loken has sang on a few yeah and then when I play live I'll get like, Tom Joel Young Minnes and Joel and, and uh, like yeah, or Christopher Dillon and stuff yeah to play with the recordings, are usually just me just you. in the kitchen. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Well, uh, cool. So, Heat Lightning by the Earth Satellites. Mm-hmm. All right. Drinking all the whiskey to the whiskey's gone. Burning bottles on my front lawn. Getting lost in a blue grass. 
Fahey. And I'm Aaron Pita. We are stealing airtime from Bleak Interview to tell you about our new podcast, Profiles in Eccentricity, which is a show about weirdos. Weirdos, uh, amazing people. Yes. Scumbags. Yes. Heroes. Characters that make you think about the wonder and splendor of life. The beautiful rainbow and spectrum of people that exist on this tiny blue rock we call home. Yes. And people that make you feel like life is magical. But not magicians. <laughs> no, no, not profiles. I, I, can, I can pretty much <laughs> guarantee that we Never we're say not... never. Never say you know, never. I mean, depends on what your definition of magic is, so I take it all back. Okay, fair enough. So we've got... On deck, uh, phone hackers. Ugh, we have freakers, uh, very famous American uh, criminals mm-hmm. from the early uh, mm-hmm. part of the 20th century. Mm-hmm. We have scientists, scientists, rocket scientists. Yes, we have um, a very famous chess champion. War heroes. War heroes. Hunger strikers. Oh, uh, we. These have, people are starving. We have a uh, very. Uh, very subversive artists. Ooh. On deck. Very nice. Yes. This is uh, all news to me, people. Yes. I hope we, you're as excited as I am. Yes. In Profiles and Eccentricity, I 
will come to Aaron with a character, and I don't tell him anything about the character, but I tell him about the background, mm-hmm. and I just leave it so that I get excited mm-hmm. about. He gets very excited. I get very excited, about and these I get people. excited when he gets. You excited. also get excited. We make each other very excited. Ugh. It's very very nice. Yeah. Um, here we're going to play a clip of such excitement. Go. So Kahlabrua was in this. Uh, in this battle and hold out in, the, in, a, in an outpost and one group was told to leave and the other group was supposed to hold it but uh, in his in his like little barricade but everybody left except for him <laughs> so it, it was it was just a screw up like the history of Ireland is so filled with like comedy <laughs> of just people wait I thought up. you were staying but yeah they really <laughs> met downstairs like I thought you were up I thought you were up there. who's up there just got Brewer. oh shit <laughs> So basically, a bunch of grenades get lobbed in the room, and and he gets shot the fuck up. Okay, and uh, so he's and he he he, uh, he like ambles down the stairs out the back, and he sits in the alley and he's bleeding to death and he's full of shrapnel. Right, just multiple shrapnel wounds and bullet wounds in him, <sighs> and he's bleeding out, but he's still got a gun. Right, and. Like the British, like okay, this this room is clear, and then they hear this guy singing "God Save Ireland" outside, and they open the door, and they have to take cover from his his pistol. So he keeps holding the position until they have to find another way to escape while he's bleeding to death. I mean, just riddled with bullets and shrapnel, uh. cover uh, surrounded by a pool of blood, still singing "God Save Ireland," and firing until he held the position until. The rest of of uh, his brigade found him, and then he was like, "Will you just please stay with me and sing God Save Ireland?" And like they were weeping, they were crying because they, like this was like such a like show of bravery, right? That they were just, I mean, you know, astounded. So he didn't die. <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> so he doesn't die. I mean, he's got a limp forever. But the legend is already there. This is the madman you can't kill. Yes. Who sings while you fire. And if you do kill me, what is that? Who are you? Yeah. What kind of monster? To kill me. You don't deserve to kill me. Right. He was very clearly... I mean, you can be driven mad by your circumstances, right? Yes. Mental illness in terms of he was born fucked up. Maybe, maybe not. He was Irish, you know, but... Well, I think the thing about going hardline politically is I've got grenade in me. I didn't get a grenade in me for for 26 out of 32 counties. Yeah. Yeah. To give up six of the counties. Yeah. Sorry. Very sorry. (laughs) I'm very remorseful. (laughs) Uh, Shrapnel. And you got a limp. He's limping around. Every moment of his life is a reminder of that. Remember when I was singing God Save Ireland? Remember that? When you all all left me alone to (laughs) die? Yeah. And remember I held the position alone with a pistol? (sighs) Ugh. Bleeding to death? Singing? <laughs> they make a movie about this guy? No! That's why this podcast exists! To make movies about these guys! Yes! I hope to one day have something I believe in so much that I can just take grenades and bullets and, <laughs> and sing! And sing! Well, the singing's the best part. <laughs> I don't want to take any shrapnel if I can't belt out some U2. Right. Yeah. I Sunday, mean... <laughs> buddy, Sunday! <laughs> Oh, come on. That's what I'll be singing. I'll tell you that. <laughs> My dad hated you too. And I was like, well, I mean, you're into all that Irish 
Republican shit. I was like, don't, didn't leave that bloody Sunday song. He's like, I don't think that's about our bloody. He's like, I think that's about some bloody Sunday in Africa or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I never found out if that was true or. And they not. suck. But my dad was just like, oh, I like Bono. He's Protestant. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that fucking great? Oh, guys, you just witnessed again magic. Magic. That's the kind of magic you're gonna get on the program on the reg. Please join us. We will be on iTunes, Profiles and Eccentricity. Check it out. Listen in. <laughs> yeah. Recording in the kitchen. Yeah. Well, even in the Empire was made in my studio apartment. Really? Yeah. Emphasis on the studio, yeah, because <laughs> it came mean. it came out sounding very professional. No, the earth sound like shit's in the kit. I go in the kitchen. Ah, I've moved into the kitchen area. Hot riffs in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, you know, as long as you got walls and a ceiling. Yep, I guess. So. <laughs> Do you soundproof your kitchen? No, I don't have any of this cool shit. <laughs> I like work with the echo, I guess, <laughs> and the neighbors and the helicopters. And the well, you said you love that reverby stuff, so yeah. <laughs> it works out. Um, yeah, a lot of people need like a treated dead room. <laughs> Echoey shit. It's like no, I just got I just got bad insulation. You're like, what, yeah, Rick? I really love the background on that. Oh, that's just two cats fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you get that sample? <laughs> that's the fridge motor dying. <laughs> hey, that can mean only one thing. We're back. Hey, this is Bleak's review on uh, that. I'm Kevin, and that uh, we just heard Rick Wood playing Heat Lightning. Uh, is that from an upcoming album, or is that just like a, a single right now? Uh, it's on some the album on Spotify called So Grateful. And I wrote that with. Uh, this woman, Grenville, and uh, my friend John Viesda at, at that hotel oh. uh, at Steelbridge Songfest in oh. Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> the aforementioned hotel of Pumpkinhead Chaos. Basically, I just sat around a fire in the middle <laughs> of the night in summer playing a guitar. That was fun. And you were like, what are two elements I can combine to make a nice hook? Heat. Electricity? No, uh, heat. <laughs> I was basically just drunk off mask. Going, we gotta have a song that goes heat. That's like, what's wrong with you? Like, that's how you write songs. That's how you do it. That's how you did. My friend was. We were staying in my buddy's trailer mostly out in the parking lot of the motel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had room and shit, but we were like, let's hang out in this trailer. <laughs> and then, uh, we're just drinking a lot of high life and going. Gotta say, he laughs. <laughs> I think that's how all amazing songs are written. Like we uh, we were talking about one a handful a long time ago, the the Louie Louie. Yeah, where yeah. they're all just wasting the series. Yeah, ah, you gotta go now. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's instinctively <laughs> reaching to some kind of primal thing. yeah right. primal instinct and then of course the people who didn't understand it assumed it was dirty yeah yeah, yeah yeah that must be about fucking that's all I'm thinking of. <laughs> get it off the radar they're fucking <laughs> um but well, where, where well, we left oh go ahead well I want to say like the music camp it's a wonderful incubation of music if if we did that for comedy, it would be the worst thing you've ever been It'd a be part like of. Fucking Jonestown. <laughs> <laughs> bunch of comedians in a in one motel in, in or one hotel. Go, what's the deal with yeah. like, oh, this? God. Jokes. This punchline's got to say, "Hey, like, yeah." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I'm, like, I'm like, I poop a shit a doodle. Make a lot of guttural noises. <laughs> dance. I just feel like I feel like that situation for uh, comedy, unless it's like a bunch of comedians that already know each other, would just be a lot of people avoiding eye contact and like. 
at the hotel bar. <laughs> it's yeah. like Jeez. sitting there with their pads out and shit, trying to write shit down. You pick up Asperger's like a fucking accent. <laughs> <they're not> comedians. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I, I was just, I was, I was at this comedy festival for too long, man. Like, I, I developed this way to not make eye contact with people. It was terrible. <laughs> um, but uh, so where we left off was basically you just. Uh, picked up doing comedy. You were like, "Oh yeah, I did. I shit my pants. I I killed it at this open <laughs> mic." And you're yeah. like, "All right, well, I guess I'll keep trying this." How long mm. until after that? Did you do comedy more in that town, or did you move to LA pretty quick after that? No, I would go to that open mic every Monday night. Uh-huh. I'd drive an hour and a half every time. Jeez. Yeah, I don't think I missed one till like because that that was November first was the first one I went to in 2010, and then like. End of middle of January, yeah. 2012. I moved out here. Oh, okay. So, so it's a full that. couple of years of hitting mics out there. Yeah, and then we like figured out all these guys were starting out. This club was new. It was a not a very good club. Yeah. Um, it's closed now. Rightfully, <laughs> as, as they as most yeah. of the, that's how sure, it goes yeah. for those clubs. Um, so you know, I'd get on there when they would tolerate it, mm. you know? and then. Uh, We'd do these bar shows, and we'd go. Sometimes I go to Chicago, so I could do three open mics. Ooh, you know? you're on that grind. Yeah, yeah <laughs> all the way down there. How long of a drive was that? It was like four hours. <laughs> and you, would you come back that night, or would you stay over no, there? That would I would stay with some okay. friends. Yeah, or something. that would be a special trip. Yeah, because <laughs> when you were saying earlier that you would drive an hour and a half to go that mic every time, I'm wondering, were you like drinking still? Like you're a musician drinking stuff? Like were you like dri- no, drunk would, driving back uh, from those? No, I never drunk drove. Good call. Never, I somehow managed to not do that. <laughs> um, Despite everything I've said earlier, <laughs> I've woken up at a party and been like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, Matt, then, yeah, Matt's been there. Yeah, yeah. started driving and be like I can't drive she's <laughs> just like nope not gonna happen yeah. I had a friend in high school who woke up in a drive through of a taqueria yeah, that's <laughs> when you gotta really make yeah. decisions <laughs> when you're just waking up in places where you shouldn't wake up regardless of what you're on yeah yeah you, sh- you shouldn't you, nobody should wake up whether it was a good night's sleep or not you just yeah. shouldn't be there even if you're in the passenger seat yeah. Yeah. waking up in a taqueria line sober is scarier because now you don't know what to fix yeah and the best part yeah the best part is he wakes up and he's not at the part where he's ordering he's at the part where he's supposed to receive oh, he doesn't know what God. he ordered how when much is when he's been working there for like yeah, seven years yeah. he woke up and he was just made employee of the month yeah. <laughs> an old David Tell joke about blacking out you're like you come to and you're working the fry later seven years <laughs> you're only there because you want to bang the slow girl on the fry later is that what he calls it time travel yes exactly yeah, you want to do what I do time traveling <laughs> it's just alcoholism uh, so 2012 you move out to LA uh, was it because of comedy or was there another reason that you moved I, out as com- that helped uh, my wife always wanted to live in California mm. and I used to be like fuck California yeah. we ain't moving to California yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, that shows, by the way, yeah, right. <laughs> in your general vibe. You're out there building a canoe, and you're like, We're not going anywhere. Man, I was always too laid back. Yeah. That's the only, per- only idiot would complain about. They seem too healthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just didn't. I mean, look at them walking their dogs in the sun. <laughs> yeah. There was, you know, you only get the stereotypes of LA when you're not in it. Yeah. I always tell people, like, What's it like in LA? I go, It's every horrible thing they tell you and a bunch of cool shit. Yeah, that's the thing. Is, yeah, the, no one talks about, there's no good stereotypes about LA yeah. like that permeate to other places so I mean, also I don't I still don't like not like hate on them but like general California like LA's not California there's yeah, not Californians right. here everyone's from somewhere else yeah yeah but like not like I hate them I don't really hate anyone but like Californians are like they worry me 
A little bit. Are you talking like backwoods California? Yeah, there's like, so much of it too. Right. Just like like Santa Cruz people are out of their fucking minds. Yeah, it's I lived like around too much that. crystals yeah. and all that shit. And then. I knew a person from Santa Cruz that lived in an old, like kind of like what Matt did. We moved here. She's like, oh, yes, yeah, come to my place. And it's like, it's just a shop that's now where she lives. Like it doesn't have yeah. any clothes anymore. It's like, and they don't lock the door. They're just like, hey, everyone's cool. Yeah, like, I like all that stuff too, like on server. But then it's just like after a while, I run, like, Beach people, I'm like, that's too much. I can't deal with it. Yeah, good for you, but like, fuck. So, hey, there's nothing you know, Trump's America is troubling, but it's nothing a good wave can't fix, you know, yeah, (laughs) like that kind of shit. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, people who can't confront a problem, (laughs) (laughs) and that's like the West guy. I knew people like from Seattle, Portland, all the way down, yeah, that had moved to like the Midwest, and we would butt heads and be like, You're so mean. I was like, I'm just trying to work through this shit, right? Like, I'm bringing it up. What am I supposed to? Look, just avert eye contact and act like everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And have this uh, organic taco. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. Why, why would you? Why would you ever discuss a conflict? Why would you yeah. ever get into it with somebody? Right. The whole idea of like, here's some vegan chicken. Yeah. Nothing was harmed in making it. You know, it's like everything. <laughs> there's no anger in this. That's, yeah. That's and I get most pacifist food. Like, New York East Coast asshole man. Like I'm not from New York or anything, but yeah, it, it dribbles all the way down the East Coast. So yeah. It's like, yeah. Hey, you got fuck some of that. You! We're gonna be friends. <laughs> you got some of that runoff hate. Yeah, it's just like a high strung. Like we're gonna fucking squash this beef. Everyone's just squashing yeah. beef. They're making hamburgers. <laughs> yeah, there's, too, there's, there's too much room in California. You can you can disappear yeah. so easily. That's true. You, and you don't realize like you, you can have your stereotypes about California, but then drive take the five. Yeah. And just go as far north as you can, and yeah. you realize like, oh, here's Trump territory. Here's- yeah, yeah. They can. I like out in the desert, but I don't know what they're. I don't know what desert people. I don't talk to their political <laughs> views much or anything. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think about that's the why desert. they're there. They yeah. don't, don't yeah, want they any don't, part. Yeah, of it. they're just. That's like my fantasy is to get like some land out in Joshua Tree and build like a trailer park that's just for me and my friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like uh, just have a bunch of airstreams and like have some regular ass buildings, you know, because I'm not a complete. <laughs> and then uh, like put a little recording studio there. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, figure a way to like build a geodesic dome you can grow food in (laughs) just out there just doing whatever and then just do the road yeah from there hell yeah I think uh, I think that's bar shows and fucking die when I'm 60 (laughs) (laughs) but you'll die proud (laughs) and die with some good "Ah, I got my work eight bucks left in the bank (laughs) you don't you don't need money in Joshua Tree yeah fuck now you can buy stuff (laughs) fucking pudding (laughs) it's it's fucking uh, what do you call it Uh, it's It's a barter barter system yeah yeah yeah, the barter culture you write me a poem I'll make you a sandwich (laughs) (laughs) I wrote you a song you give me that Peyote, we're all good. Eyes all sit in the circle. But so you move out to LA, and uh, it wasn't fully based on comedy. Like, did, did someone get a job out here, or just like no. change the scenery, something like that? Well, we wanted to get out of Wisconsin bad. Like, right, it was bad. Yeah, hence the seasons we discussed it earlier. Depressed. Yeah. But after we left Chicago, me and my wife were like, "We'll buy a little house because that's what adults do." Yeah, yeah. And we got married. We bought this house, tiny, like house the size of this studio. Yeah, and uh, like a cottage. But it was nice. Well, that's why that album sounds so good. That's <laughs> too. And then um, we're like, we'll just sell it and we'll fucking move. We'll go anywhere. We, go to, we looked at Denver mm. and she really wanted to go. I was like, fuck, we go to California. I'm into comedy. We'll give it a shot. And yeah. A early for moving to LA. I'd only been doing it like a year, four months maybe. But I was mm. like, I'll just lay low. And um, no one would buy the house. <laughs> oh, and no. Then, what, what, what year is it? 2010, you said? 
2012? 2012. It's somewhere around 2011. We're like, let's fucking move. Like the beginning, around this time, 2011. But but like the housing crisis is. (laughs) Yeah, we bought the house in 2007. Okay. So then immediately after getting everything, (laughs) so we bought on the top of the bubble. It was, you know. We're the biggest victims. <laughs> um, we just fucking, you know, got blindsided by bullshit we never would have understood. And um, we were just like, fuck, I guess we're stuck. And then eventually we're like, you know what, fuck this, man. Yeah. Let's just leave. And we just packed our shit up and just- Without abandoned. selling the house? Yeah, we just left it. <laughs> nice. You know what happens when you- Let nature have at it. House? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing. <laughs> they just take your fucking house. And we didn't want it, so it worked out great. <laughs> The bank sends you a lot of paperwork, like trying to convince you to like you want. I'm like, I'm not even there. I'm gone. Like clearly, I'm, I'm out board. of this. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Just have it. Just yeah. Go. I don't give a shit. Tell the judge. <laughs> tell him twice. <laughs> shit. I'm half a country yeah. away. Fuck up my credit. I don't want a house, and I never wanted a boat. So like, <laughs> I don't need it. Like, I use cars. And um, yeah, we moved out here, and then no, we'd like I'd saved up. You know, we'd saved some money, and I. would Enough saved up to be like the landlord's like, yeah, that'll be fine. Just you know, look for a fucking job. Cause yeah, because normally they want to have some kind of proof of income. You're like, look, I got like ten G's or whatever it is. I don't know what you had at the time. Probably I never had that much. So it sounds like yeah, a it lot to me. That much, but I was, I don't know. He just, it was weird because he just, I was like, this isn't gonna work. Yeah, and then the dude just for was like. Well, he's from the Midwest too. He's yeah, like some gay dude from Minneapolis. <laughs> well, you guys, see, we like this because we're older too. Yeah, he's like all the kids here throw their trash in the hallway. <laughs> if you don't throw your trash in the hallway and find jobs, you can stay. Like, yeah, all right. You're like I can do those two things. I can do those two things. My first landlord in L.A., uh, he kind of was like, oh, do you have a job? I was like, no, nah, I just moved here, but like, you know, I've got some money saved up. And he's like, all right, cool. And I was like, I hope he doesn't think I'm sketchy. And he's like, yeah, I only take cash for rent. I was like, oh, he's way sketchier <laughs> than me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I lived there for a year and a half. And I was like, fuck, man, it's, it's weird. It's it's a weird thing to just like show up in a city like L.A. and just be like, because like no one, you don't, I mean, most of my friends didn't like have a job when they moved here. They're like, I'm just trying to go start stuff here. Yeah. <laughs> so I like, did too. Like, I have fucking bullshit. Like, I had my friend, like, let me borrow a bunch of money to put in my bank and then I printed out the <laughs> bank statement from them and I gave him his money back but that was the bank statement I used with his money. loan oh, his but, little like his little like yeah. approval loan I was like can I hold like $6,000 <laughs> Just for a minute. Just so I could show someone I have your money. Yeah, can you know, I just borrow your savings account? <laughs> and then until I get my bank statement, and then I can give it to the apartment people. That's yeah. a great idea. And he, they were like, all right, so you you got a couple months here. You know, it was a few months, uh, more than that, really. Um, like six months or something. And then I was, I was like, okay, we'll do it. And then fucking, it got down to like five bucks a couple times. Yeah, like really like... <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't even be. It's like sounds like oh, it's such a terrible story. It's like no, it's about two people who abandoned the house. Yeah, yeah. To go live in California. <laughs> and here, and here you stand before us yeah. on this podcast. Nothing yeah. bad happened. Well, I mean, yeah, we may, I mean, nothing know, tragic. I know how to make beans and rice like a motherfucker. <laughs> That's a good thing. Le- long run. Subsisting yeah. on lentils for a whole year. <laughs> you know, yeah, just started doing like open mics and shit, yeah. and then getting on some shows, doing more show for a little bit. And then, doing more comedy than doing music. Oh, I didn't pretty do much. any music yeah. when we moved. Yeah. Well, because even like, so after I started doing stand-up at the old open mic in Wisconsin, the drummer went to jail for four months. <laughs> so we just had, I still got boxes of that album in my mom's cellar. <laughs> Let me so teach you a lesson, man. Like, Come down here. Look at these boxes. Let me tell you something. Yeah, I was like 
kind of burned out on music at that point. Right. It's like, well, you fucking do all this shit, and then one little thing can fuck it you up. You have to rely on all these other people, yeah. too. And, and it was stand-up. Comedy yeah. happenstance, you know, the way it's turned out. And I was like, oh, I like this a lot better. It's mm. just me. I don't have to carry a fucking amplifier <laughs> yeah. or a guitar tune shit or help the drummer tear down the drum set. It's always the most like like anytime I'm at a show where they're like you know a band is like setting up at like a little dive bar or whatever and I like see them I'm just like I'm so glad I'm not doing any of this right now I'm just drinking instead. But now because I only do like twice a year yeah. I love it. Yeah <laughs> yeah. Like we yeah. played at Ryan's birthday. Yeah at Lotus, Lotus Lounge the aforementioned like a couple weeks ago and like we got Joel's drums up and I'm taping all the chords together <laughs> and then. Like real, and Joel's looking at me like I go, I love this, <laughs> and I can't wait to tear it down. You're like I'm a, you're like a tourist in it now. Like yeah. you're a tour, you're just like it just dabbling. Like brings in me it. back to like sweating and like, <laughs> like I like all the hard work parts of it too. Like moving the amps around and mm-hmm. like just be, and then you get to be up there and fucking la da da. Even that, like you sweat your fucking ass off. Yeah, it's like I like play. I only like to play. If it's a lot of work, I mean, <laughs> like, I, like people do shows, where like uh, we're gonna go in and we're just gonna use the one house line they have set up. Yeah, yeah. And we're gonna play five songs, or it's like a showcase. I'm like, I ain't doing. I'm <laughs> trying to be signed or in a band or any of that shit. Yeah, I'm just like two to four times a year, we'll just get this dive bar and we'll fucking move all the shit ourselves up and then play for like an hour to two hours. Yeah, until everyone's voice is sore and ruined and arms hurt. <laughs> oh and yeah, you tear it all down and then you. Sleep like a fucking baby. <laughs> yeah, you, you're doing it on your terms. Is like what it is. You're not doing it for other people. You're yeah, just doing it for no, you. My only aspirations in music now are to just have fun doing it and still get better at it, just for the sake of same reason. Like you want to beat Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just see what happens. But you mentioned Lotus Lounge, and in the, the segment before this, we were talking about some of the shit that went down there because uh, we've talked about <laughs> Lotus Lounge on this podcast a lot. It's uh, the first time I've seen a <laughs> bottle thrown at a comedian. Uh, on stage, and the first time I saw a comedian get punched while they were wow, on stage. you were there when I got punched? Yeah. So I don't think nice. I was there that night. Uh, or if I had, I missed this for some. Was it during a music or a comedy? No, no, thing? It was comedy. <laughs> it was during so, Rick's set. Oh, so you so you got a little, you you touched some buttons somewhere at some point. Yeah. I mean, the more I think about it. Like everything in my life, the more is my fault. Um, <laughs> well, the guy had a, he had one of those uh, like one of those old uh, Vietnam type hats. He had yeah, one of those like with all the ribbons and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he also had on like an air. It's like Special Forces the hockey uh, jersey. It was like a generic kind of yeah. thing. He's a stone cold veteran though. I think well, he is. <laughs> uh, I think I found out he is. The contention, know. I think, was that at one point, I think you said, what war were you in? Yeah. Well, he came in drunk. He was kind of hassling the bartender. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and he sat right in front of mm-hmm. the stage. And mm. I was trying to just like disengage him from her. Right. So that didn't escalate. Yeah. And then, uh, well, she's way more, because her job is to deal with mm-hmm. the drunk maniacs. Yeah. She made a living at it. And I'm yeah. like, I'll help. Yeah, it's worth <laughs> noting, again, if uh, just to, we haven't talked about Lotus Lounge Ma- in about 10 Mama episodes. Lotus is... That place is, attracts, uh, well, the comedian's there, or whatever, but the, the the regulars of this bar are a handful to say the least, and it's two Filipino, I believe, or, or are they oh, Thai? Thai, to, Thai, or, Thai. Or by way of Arkansas. By way of Thai, Thailand, by of Arkansas. Hey, fuck that guy. <laughs> He's fucking asshole. Man. He fucking yeah. shit. Get him out of here. He fuck my truck up. <laughs> it's like a fucking redneck. Voice but they do, like, like you said, like you said though, they do fucking handle these guys pretty well. Yeah, she like fought the guy. Yeah, <laughs> but. So yeah, we're just setting that up as this is what's going on while Rick's trying to like probably do some like introspective like intelligent comedy. Yeah, doing my as stupid as I sound, I'm trying to 
So go get a point. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I was talking about, but the guy's probably talking about people trying to eat shit or something. <laughs> it's either got to be smart or the filthiest. Yeah, dumb yeah. There's no garbage. in between. And he was giving her time, and I was like, "Hey, buddy, uh, you didn't service? Huh? I'm like, wow, what'd you serve?" And he's just so fucking drunk. <laughs> And I just made like an off cuff remark to Craig. I like, AA would be Vietnam for this guy. <laughs> and he didn't really know. So I said, A, what war were you in? <laughs> and he goes, Hey, you don't want to fucking know. <laughs> and I just said, That often means none of them. <laughs> and then he said, I'll fucking kill you. And like an asshole, I just went, Go for it. <laughs> and he jumped up on stage and cracked you. He hit me in the neck. Yeah, he, I, he got me right at the end of his reach, <laughs> yeah. so his knuckles got my Adam's apple. Was it a solid hit, or was it kind of like one of those drunk hits where it kind of like skivs off? If I was standing six inches closer, I he'd have probably put me on the ground. <laughs> oh shit! Um, so he just didn't have the depth perception necessary yeah, to take you out. Was, I mean, I don't think he accounted for I was standing up on a slightly raised <laughs> platform. <laughs> He's like, what angle should I get at? To yeah. be no, he doesn't even know how to work the mic stand. Like, yeah, <laughs> Got it. He pops the XLR I just remember thinking, I was like, don't take a step. When he got my face, I was like, don't step backwards. Yeah. Like, I don't know like a shitload about fighting. I'm not some badass. <laughs> right. I was going to say, was yeah. Like, what? Don't. I was like, you step backwards. He's just going to step forwards, and then it's going to be the wall. Yeah. <laughs> There's not a, lot of, not a lot of room to move around on the Lotus Lounge yeah. stage. And then he hit me, and I was like, don't. Don't do anything. <laughs> Don't step back. Yeah, what happened uh, after that? Did he took. A, did he try to swing again, or did he like? I made uh, my point. He hit me, and we kind of stared at each other. And I was, <laughs> I was like, at that point, I was like, I was kind of had a fight. Like he went for the neck. That's yeah. like I'm gonna. He's probably did go to war and kill yeah. a guy in a bush. <laughs> you you uh, want to know? He'd punch him in the neck. That's what. Yeah, he, I was like, ah, I can't. holding him down, just punching him in the neck till he dies. <laughs> so I was like, I guess if I have to, I was like, maybe I can like. He's drunk. Maybe I'll win. And then everyone, also, all these people I knew were there, and I was like, I don't want to look like a fucking like yeah coward or something, right? Or beat up an old man. And yeah, just... also that's too. I'm or like, kill a yeah, veteran. Yeah. It only the guy who fought the audience. Um, so I just stood there and I was like, just finish your beer. I was like, just sit down, and finish. Your... I tried to like tough up on him, but yeah. I was like, just sit down, and finish your beer. We're not doing this. Yeah. And then that's when Suano owns a bar just came around. I was like, oh no! She pushed him out the fucking door, yeah. and they were fighting on the sidewalk. You can like, like fighting, fighting. Yeah, you yeah. hear like that sound of meat getting hit. Oh yeah, yeah. Just a dull thud. Yeah. yeah. Everyone, and I just kept doing my set. I was like, I guess I'll. Just... Oh, I made fun of it. You know, I was like, oh man, it's see, you know what? Who's at fault here? I know I'm a little to blame, but this is mostly the result of U.S foreign policy <laughs> the and then uh, like people are looking at the fight they're looking at like is he gonna keep doing comedy and then she came back in and locked the door I was like you alright she goes that guy's a fucking asshole <laughs> she starts pouring drinks and I finished my set and closed alright and then just like that was that. You recovered nicely from what I can only describe as a bartender beating the shit out of a Bruce Springsteen song. <laughs> like that's pretty much what yeah, he is pretty, in that yeah. moment. That's, about it. <laughs> that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. The Vietnam Iron <laughs> Man said, "Go down to Lotus Lounge." Man hated my long hair. <laughs> the missing verse to Born in the USA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lotus Lounge. Got punched in front of a dive bar in LA, <laughs> USA. 
I had a woman beat me up in Saigon. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's amazing. That's probably one of the more insane. I mean, because there's there's been like at least there's been a few other events at the Lotus Lounge like that, but I, I've seen a few of them. Uh, but that one, that's pretty great because I don't think I've seen anyone attack the performer there right. before. I've seen people attack themselves. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> amongst Some amongst the, yeah. the rabble. <laughs> the only time a guy one time at UBG. Oh yeah, that's when another I first moved out here. So those are the first people. Mike McCurman's like the first guy who would give me spots. Oh really? Tur- Turbo Tuesdays show. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like a show. <laughs> yeah, the UBG <laughs> shows. Start, yeah. It's like an open mic you don't have to sign up for. But, uh, <laughs> you wait twice as long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, the irony. That's the and then one night there. I've probably been here like a year, but this guy's skin, like a real skinhead with all the tattoos and shit. You yeah. Know? He's all fucking yelling it. He just interrupted everyone's set. Joel Menez was hosting, and he's so like, not Tim, he's, he's a cold He doesn't dude. like confrontation. Yeah, he's not, he's, he's not going to go after a skinhead. Like, just please don't talk. <laughs> you know, people are trying to do comedy. comedy and he talks, Respect you know, the arts, like, skinhead. Can I just say he's on meth? <laughs> he did like Zeke Hale and shit when someone did a Hitler joke, but like not ironically. He's real excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, Thought he found some common yeah, ground with the performer. His fucking weird Nazi spider tattoo. Jesus. And he, I mean, he's like, fucking made it. You know, that's like a show where people are getting up on like some of their first times. They're like, no one wants a fucking no. skinhead asshole from the valley screaming shit through their set. <laughs> and then it's I went rough. up and just fucking was mean as shit. To the <laughs> I mean, it's a, some mean general shit. Like, oh, you think you're the perfect race? Look how fucked up you are. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, listen, I just wanted you to roasted you. him. <laughs> yeah, it's like when your dad was beating the shit out of you when you were little, is this what you thought your life was going to be like? <laughs> like then that was it. He was yeah, like, that's definitely yeah, it. He stopped and went, nah, man. I said, yeah, no one ever does. <laughs> Wait, so you like got to him? Like you got through to him? Yeah. Then he shut up for a while. Then later he said something else. And I was like, listen, when it's real dark and sad and you think about ending it all, how do you think about doing it and then he <laughs> said heck was always the same thing you don't even want to know yeah, exactly and that's the guy like, yeah that's I a like, tough I was like it'll be alright if you just shut up yeah. and then uh, he came up to the stage and was like shake my hand I was like I ain't shaking we're not oh up. no like, I'm not gonna Jesus. make a truce with Nazism <laughs> and then cause he's, he's gonna up. go gotcha yeah. <laughs> I know he was like he like quickly tattoos wanna... a swastika on your arm <laughs> yeah he grabs me and gets a cassette motor <laughs> <laughs> hi you're in it now bitch <laughs> it's backwards you idiot kind of Buddhist <laughs> Tibetan good luck charm Jesus uh, yeah, and then he wanted to say something to Mike, like apologize. And I was like, you can come up. And I'm like, I'm holding the Put mic your name on the list. <laughs> and then uh, as soon as he put his foot on stage, everyone freaked the fuck out. They guess really? They thought he was coming up there to fight. Yeah. And then, like, they pushed him out of the bar. Oh, so he didn't actually, he was actually trying in his weird way to be positive or yeah, make amends. Trying, I think he was trying to apologize or something. Yeah. But it wasn't clear because he was like- A drunk skin. Quiet. <laughs> yeah, and he'd been pretty <laughs> fucked up the whole time. And this was at a time, too, where I had more tolerance for fucked up people. Yeah. I thought everyone mm-hmm. could be reached. Yeah, and yeah, now yeah. now I'm like, oh, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no meeting in the middle if the middle's all the way in the bowels of stupidity. <laughs> um. Well, so you're you're not saying that uh, you you think it's okay to punch Richard Spencer? You're not one of those people that's like, don't oh, don't yeah, punch, punch Nazis, try to talk to him. Punch. They should kill him. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I don't. I mean, he's a forty year old man. Yeah, and well, people are educated. like, he's just a kid. Yeah, yeah, it's like he doesn't. He's not misguided. No, he's no. just he's he's a guy that leaves angry yeah. comments on YouTube. If he's <laughs> genocides, like a, that's a good idea. 
It's like that's it's not it's not up for debate. Yeah. He's, no, he's a fucking sad mooch. Like he, he, his family's been making money off their their shit farm. They don't do farming on for for years, or they get government subsidies on it. He's a fucking mooch, and the only like he's such a sad man. That the only thing, if it wasn't for white supremacy, <laughs> he wouldn't think he was better than people. He would like realize that his life is just completely oh, yeah, worthless. All, he'd be at the Lotus Lounge, yeah. fucking yeah. punching yeah, like Rick in the else neck. Is, like thinks they're better because like, well, I can juggle or like, <laughs> I have something to give to the world. And he's like, I'm just by default. I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing but I, this skin. I don't even got a podcast, <laughs> yeah. but I, at least I'm white. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when uh, you're falling back on like your race for why you're better, you really haven't done anything yeah, since exactly. being born. That's, exactly. that's a very fair yeah. point. I never that's even a, thought of that. Why before. are you better than me? That someone's like, ah, I can fucking, I can run the fifty yard dash and like <laughs> yeah. whatever a good time. I went is. to art school. Yeah, I've been, I've, I've done Ironman triathlon. <laughs> I put I a know. suggestion in the suggestion box at Applebee's. I can make a woman come just by sucking on her titty. <laughs> oh, and we know no alt right people can do that. Yeah, He's just like, I was born. <laughs> I don't need to make a woman. <laughs> Climax, my exactly. skin, my race is pure. I'm, I'm gonna go sleep I'm now. Already number one, I ain't gonna learn to do nothing. <laughs> I can make them all sound like that. I know it's it's fun accent. I mean, I was doing the Long Island thing earlier, right. so fuck it. Like, oh, my sister Gina, she doesn't gotta come. She's white. It's fine. Also, anyone who wears a Pepe pin should get punched. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Like, we actually had a we, we had, had a scary fucking scary thing. Well, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for Filene's to have the, the come out with like the the Nazi punching ad where like the family puts on their nice polos and goes out and beats some Nazis. And I'm like, I'll, I'll shop at Filene's again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all. Too. Like, does it make us any better than them? I was like, I don't care. I'm not. I don't care if I'm yeah. better. I just want them to get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm just trying to win. <laughs> better? Is it any better? You gonna fucking take the high road to a mass grave? Rationalizing with these fucking psychopaths? Okay, high road to f- a mass grave might be the episode title. Uh, let's make a note at uh. Well, these time signatures are all fucked up. Yeah. Time signatures. Oh boy, I had whiskey. You're good. Um, are fine. Uh, uh, yeah. So, um, and you you have a a, a slightly. Did you still do democracy? How is that something you're Still doing or that was Sean's. Thing. Oh, that was Sean's. But, but you're, you're, you're still doing your 15 minutes every now and then. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can't quit. I'm restarting it though. I'll plug it. Yeah, for the, on the Crab I'm Diving Network, around. right? This is probably a good way to bleed uh, into yeah. plugs, right? Let's, let's talk yeah. some plugs. Because uh, yeah. this one's not Crab Diving. Maybe it will be though if they need some time to kill. <laughs> um, I'm starting one now. I'm still trying to bank some episodes before yeah, I start yeah. putting them out. Where I'll a comic or someone I know who's in music. We usually try to do a comedian though. We'll pick an album they like for whatever reason, uh-huh. and then we'll put it on. Only we can hear it because I'm not trying to get fucking sued. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> so we'll like sync it up, and if people at home want to play along, I got a little countdown. Oh, and nice. Then, uh, we'll listen to the record and just shoot the shit. Oh, cool. And sometimes we talk about the music, but a lot of times it's just whatever the music inspires us to bullshit about. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. And that that uh, you have recorded have this for it currently. Yet, oh, because so this is this is out. in the near I'm future. I'm just gonna hijack the old 15 minutes feed, though. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You already, you so already got the go end. Just go to my website. You can find it. You know, rickdashwood.com. There you go. Wait, wait, is there a dash or is the word dash? <laughs> it's uh, Rick Dashwood. His middle Rick name Dash. is Dash. A hyphen, actual hyphen. <laughs> I met a guy out in Salt and Sea once, though, who's man. I walked in this fucking bar. Me and Matt Devlin. You know, uh-huh. He's a good comic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Funny guy, Boston, big. Early motherfucker, <laughs> and we go in this Bombay Beach. So it's like across from Salt and Sea, over by Slab City, like the weird like <laughs> yeah. squat. Like we went, we like that kind of shit. You know, go check that out. And uh, we stop in this like VFW that's in a converted double wide, basically. <laughs> and there's two old guys in there drinking like bumps on a log. The bartender couldn't even nondescript, a younger ish guy, yeah, just slinging the drinks. And then 
this guy is probably 37, looks like he's 52. I don't know. Like, it's got that, like, left out in the sun kind of baseball glove man look. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a fucking acoustic guitar hanging on the wall. And we just stopped in for a beer, trying not to, you know, gawk too much or anything. We yeah. just want to see, like, what the fuck's it like to live in a town that's practically abandoned? <laughs> and we're sitting there drinking, and then this guy, the younger guy, looks at us, you know, he's like, oh, his teeth are half missing, you know. He's like, See a guitar over there? <laughs> like, yes. Can either of y'all play it? <laughs> and now I'm thinking like, oh shit, they have a guitar and they ain't got nobody to play it. <laughs> just waiting yeah. for someone. He said it like that, like, you can play it if you want. I mean, we're guy, not going to try to push you to it. But... The guy used to play died. That's <laughs> <laughs> not what he said, but I that's thought he Oh, that's what you felt. That's the subtext. I, I was like, I can play the guitar a little. He's like, would you play some songs? <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, man. They, you want to be my jukebox? Jukebox yeah. And so I, I got I played Beast of Burden for him. I thought it was oh, yeah. funny to it's just like an absurd situation to play this like love song. <laughs> and I finished it and the guy goes, Hmm. That's a pretty weird song for you to play for us men. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I guess so. Got any more songs? And I played him some songs and he goes, You wanna hear some of mine? And then the guy had a voice like a fucking angel. His uh, name was Jeremiah something. Ah, uh, look him up on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> he ain't nowhere. And we sat out on the bench. He's like, Yeah, hey, I gotta come through here. This is like the most folksy shit. Like a couple years ago, I sang for him, and he wanted to meet me up with people. Now he had this whole like, you know, it was Hollywood Dylan came in. <laughs> yeah, just some like lawyer, record guy. producer. Like, came you ever through? heard of anything like that? <laughs> Car <laughs> broke down right outside here, maybe about five miles down road. <laughs> and came through here, and uh, he he said, "You gotta play that guitar." So I play this guitar. He said, "You come to L.A., I get you good." Turns out it's the devil. <laughs> Turns out it's the devil. Yeah. We made it a crossroads. <laughs> we made it a crossroads. I sold my soul out, but I play guitar real good now. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> the clan gun story. Now it's just, now it's just, no, no, no. Did you ever anything like that? I'm like, uh, <laughs> you ever hear nothing like this? I was like, yeah, things happen to people. They get breaks. You should, he was like, go and record me. I was like, yeah, you got a great voice. I don't, I have the whole time thinking, like, you're not going to get anything now. They don't do ugly music anymore. He hasn't been an ugly musician <laughs> it was like, in it, 30 it, fucking years. Was it Ted Hawkins, the old Venice uh, Venice Beach guy who uh, who became famous for like a, a, a couple de- years in the 80s because his Venice Beach translated into an album, and then he went back into a drug problem, disappeared for like 20 years, then released an album and died. Wow. It's just like, but a guy they discovered on Venice Beach. That's yeah, how you well, do this it. guy's out in Bombay Beach. He's probably still there if you want to talk to him. And then, uh, but he's, <laughs> he's probably still there on that same like, stool. You mind if I talk to you to help me figure out. I was like, yeah, here's my email address. And he gets out his little notebook, and I go, it's R <laughs> underscore Y, and he goes, wait, <laughs> underscore, and I go, yeah, and I write. And he goes, Oh, you mean like shift dash? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you talking shift dash? Yeah. Hey, I'm mad oh. every time. He goes, "What's up, shift dash?" <laughs> shift dash. Oh that's god, good. that's how the old people take in the uh, the new info. That's right. That's right. You gotta work yeah, up what you know. Probably 35. <laughs> he's, he's thirty five. Been out in the sun and <laughs> exactly. in the desert. Yeah, that oh, leather skin. Shift yeah. Dash. Oh, you can find me at our. Shift dash W <laughs> circle A dot com like yep. at Yahoo dot com. He's at R shift dash queer A dot <laughs> or some shit. I don't understand that A. It's all going all squiggly diggly like that. I don't quite and get a it. A tried to suck its own dick, <laughs> broke its back, it just tucked got it all. back into its own ass. These kids in their fucking Marilyn Manson fold it up. <laughs> gotta fold it up. All these illegal fireworks nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Rick's oh, asshole. God, that's out. great. So, uh, Rick Dashwood, 
com is the website, yeah. right? And you can find about the podcast there. Uh, I'm sure it has links to your Bandcamp and all that nope. stuff. No. <laughs> well, let me let me amend that plug. Yeah. Don't go there very for very little links. effort in the promoted. I understand that. Well, I'll do it for you right now. Go to Rickwood Bandcamp com, right? Yeah, I mean, it's some uh, shit there. Get, you, t- you took on the accent for that one. Yeah, yeah Rickwood. <laughs> that's because I drank Maker's Mark. That's okay, yeah. Yeah. This is what happens. There and is some in that. Mostly, it's all that Earth satellite shit. Now. Yeah, yeah, but. You can get the debut, well, the, the debut Rick Wood album that's on. That's the, the only one on Bandcamp. Still find, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, in the Evening of an Empire. It's a great fucking album. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have it, and I really like it. Matt has the vinal, mm-hmm. so he's oh, winning. Yeah. I got he's two, winning. I got two Rick Wood vinyls. So, uh, so Matt's winning. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, people should definitely get that. Uh, anything else? Any online handles? Upcoming shows? Anything you want to plug? No. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. Yeah. I think I'm funny on there. No one else does. It's mostly tweet about dog shitting. <laughs> dog yeah. shitting. Yeah, it or t- turns out they don't eat corn. Is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> that tweet I had such. I was like, man, I've told it on stage before. It's a great laugh. bit. I hope I, I liked it. Like, What's yeah. the bit? I want to. I hope it's, I liked uh, it. That's a sentence that I wouldn't have made sense. Going, I like this. I hope I clicked like oh, it. It's. Uh, I thought I stepped in dog shit the other day until I was scraping it off my shoe and I realized dogs don't eat corn. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a really weird. This, this is just, just human a, shit. This, this is just an aspiring musician. No, I mean that's that's the that's the city living right there when you're wiping human shit off your shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Preston Blaine's bit. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, well, everybody should check out Rick Wood's website and his online stuff because he's fucking hilarious and his music's amazing. Um, and we're gonna do another song here in a minute, but me and Matt are gonna do our plugs real quick mm-hmm. and then. Uh, um, will you take uh, requests for sure. the second song? Yeah. Uh, when the lights go out? Oh, yeah. That's like my favorite. You don't have to. You don't have to. You can do whatever you want, but like, if you take I'll, requests. I'll try it, and then if it doesn't come out nice, we'll do it back. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> tentatively. translate. All right, well, you don't have to. If you got another one you want to do, that's fine. Right, that's just like, that's like my favorite song, so yeah, I was I'll just going to throw it. Fun. All right, cool. And if it's shit, for whatever reason, we got uh, 20 minutes of you riffing <laughs> earlier. Just <fucking> <laughs> uh, Matt, what's going on with you? What do you want to uh, come up? I'm going to be, I, get, go to, I, I finally finished my fucking, my shit website. I got, yeah, yeah there's like things on it. It looks awesome. All right. You know, MattBrusso.com. Do you have links to Rick Wood's music on your website? No. <laughs> Someone do it. Oh, I do have a thing. I'll be uh, I just remembered I am going somewhere eventually. I'm going to be at Crom Comedy Fest Oh, yeah. Toronto. Yeah. That's You're awesome. going north. May something. Fifth. You're going to the Canada. May 5th or 6th. One of those days in May. Have you been to Toronto going. before? Yeah. Oh, that's fucking cool. That's for a wedding. That's yeah. great. It's my favorite city, but they get too much snow, so fuck it. <laughs> Seasons, baby. Yeah, good to visit. Go to the Hockey Hall of Fame. It's fun. It'll be fun in May. You, have a good time. you can hold the Stanley You can get a picture with Stanley Cup. I'm going to like go find Getty Lee's old house and shit. <laughs> nerdy rush tourism and then oh, hell yeah, shows. Hell yeah. So that is uh, May 4th or 5th, something like that, around those times? I think, I think the festival is May 5th and 6th. Okay, perfect. Uh, oh, cool. Wow. And you'll probably have that on your, your website and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, it'll be there. Nice. Nice. Uh, so Matt, will you be going to that festival? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to be uh, at Human Resources uh, this month. I you know uh, what March, April. Wait, my April. April, April, probably. April. Yeah, yeah Human Resources. I also be at Men on Card. Uh, Jeff May is great show. Yes, uh, great time. Been yeah. there f- as to support it twice. I don't know that. I'll, I'll plug the actual dates when I remember. But now uh, I took Somali again for this episode. And it's it's, uh, it's kicking in right now. Yeah, so right great. now. Wow, that was delayed. People's biggest saucers. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, fans, the fans just responded to our last episode where Matt took Molly, and they're like, "Hey, Matt, Matt's a lot more fun on uh, my Molly." Rick Wood has given us the finger. I'm to do it to everyone in the. Oh yeah, no, get those guys. Get them. Oh, 
got, they got Heath Barcelona in the. Uh, oh, that's a that's a hey, that's a pre-plug for a few episodes from now. I like that little little shout out to Heath Barcelona. Oh yeah, well, well I mean, we'll, we'll do a you heard you, are, you already heard, heard the ad the about ad what's John going Fahey's, on. Yeah, uh, fun little. Pod. Well, that has nothing to do with Heath Barcelona, but, but uh, yeah, maybe we're going all over the place here. We are. You can find me on uh, Twitter, uh, uh, Instagram, Capital City INC. Drugs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kevin, where can we find you? Oh man, I'm all over this city, man. I'm. Ooh, <laughs> I'm like the wind. You're you know? up in Chatsworth oh. with guinea pigs. Uh, yeah, I'm up in Chatsworth getting my guinea pigs glands <laughs> exfoliated. Expressed. Expressed. That's right. Exfoliated yeah. is skin yeah, yeah. based. Yeah, that'd be horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> no, no. It's just they just dip a Q-tip in there and get some gunk out. It's all good. Yeah, my press cat my ass. Does it sometimes? It shoots this liquidy poo shit. Out oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> my guinea pig pissed all over the lady. It yeah, was you wanna, great. You want to plug? What's your cat's name? Want to plug your cat? I'll plug my guinea pig. I'd like to plug a mop. Hey. No. Yeah, hey. sleeping with oh, the catfish. Cat. Yeah, you do your do your uh, Guido voice, please. Bro. Oh, I, I want to fucking plug that cat with a couple hey, of bullets cat, and a nice man. pair of cement shoes. Oh, hey. my sister Gina's cat's a bitch. <laughs> oh, Gina. <laughs> um, I'll plug Rick Wood's cat and I'll plug my guinea pig Tanuki. Um, but also, uh, I don't know. Sometime in May, I'm doing cosplay comedy at oh, Wood nice. Comedy Studios. I'm gonna be a Scott Pilgrim. I'll be doing oh, comedy nice. as Scott Pilgrim. But you're that's, shave your beard. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna shave, and I'm gonna not wear my glasses on stage. Clean so. face, Kevin. And I'm thinking I'm gonna roast battle the seven evil exes. I think that's what I'm gonna be running. I'm gonna nice. do it under the guise of running roast base? jokes. What? You gonna rock out? Yeah, just play like three notes. Just dum 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 dum. Yeah, I think I'll do something like that. We'll see uh, if anyone's got a bass guitar they can donate to this endeavor. Just hit me up on Twitter at kb anderson yo or Instagram at KB Anderson, yo. Or um, meet him at the venue and hit him with the bass. <laughs> yes, that also works. And punch me through four, four walls. Uh, and I'll trick you into drinking uh, uh, coffee with uh, uh, soy or whatever the hell. You're really, you're really good at this. Uh, this, this I, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do, I've got months to do it. It's fine. Um, other than that, uh, I mean, I'm going to be in North Carolina possibly doing a show. I don't have anything booked yet, but I'm in a comedy group uh, from North Carolina that I might be able to get a show out of. So, hey, May 4th or April 4th through the 11th, I might be in North Carolina doing comedy. So if you're out there, go to that wherever it may be yeah. other than that uh, Bleak and Review uh, Bleak, Pod. Bleak Pod on Twitter yeah, check out Catherine uh, uh, Catherine Claypool uh, uh, show uh, 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 something about 420 it's uh, hold on <laughs> we're really good at this <laughs> well I already you know I plugged it before so, you where's know, we're she all... from I know her right? she used to uh, she used to do a, she, she hasn't done stand up in a while she used to do stand up Lexington lights, yeah. Lexington uh, uh, Hollywood Hotel New Mood View R.I.P. by the way R.I.P. Hollywood Hotel Claypool yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yo, yeah. <laughs> well, well, ne- yeah, next week we'll talk about it. We'll do our obituary for the hotel next yeah, week. Yeah, we can get into that. Uh, uh, you can, Cla- Catherine Claypool, uh, New Mood View, 420 show. Yes. It's a, it's a fun, it's like it's like uh, Julia Child, but if everybody was stoned. Yeah, right. you can catch Matt on that show and hear about me being stuck in traffic yeah, on yeah, that show. Yeah, we did a traffic report. Uh, other than that, um, Rick Wood, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. This was a very fun episode, and I'm very excited to, we're going to leave, we're going to end with a song here, and then maybe have, maybe like, 10 minutes of some of your noodling you're doing before the show and the post credit sequence. <laughs> some, of, some of the ass eaten music. Yeah. yeah. Just that. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how we'll see how. No, we'll, we'll put the. Uh, rockabilly ass eating. Rockabilly. <laughs> I think the Rockabilly and the Van Halen will probably make the cut. And that's just for the diehard fans. You know, the yeah. ones that stick around for the fucking sting the at the end. It's, it's like the new Marvel movies, you know? You got to stick through the credits to get to that. Yeah, I'm like Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> I've always said you're the Thanos of music and comedy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so. Songs. <laughs> this may or may the whole reality glo- the glove on the infinity you know? gauntlet. Infinity gauntlet. I fisted this woman with the infinity gauntlet. I've never seen squirting like this before. Well, it was from different.
different I, galaxies. There was like a different. I got mold like, in the ceiling now. <laughs> there's, there's some sepia colored because yeah. it was from the 1920s. There's old centuries. Yeah, how fast your crawl space gets black mold after you've got <laughs> pussy juice in it. <laughs> yeah, the Infinity Gauntlet is not for playing around. It's not. You got to do that in a well ventilated yeah. like studio yeah. made for fucking. Yeah, like made for the Epcot Center. <laughs> That's the only building I could think that can handle it. Built for interdimensional <laughs> foreplay. Yeah, just, whoosh, Is fisting foreplay? I don't know if that's yeah, true. It can be. It, it can, can be, be. No, depending it's on five. Oh! I'm holding up all my fingers. Oh my god, gang. We're, that is the fucking best joke to this episode on. <laughs> right, we're not going to do better than that. Fisting is five play. Uh, Jesus, Rick, you're. F- that's great. Um, so we may or may not be hearing when the lights go out, depending on if this we works. Will. I'm going to do it. He's going to do right. it. Uh, thank right, you, folks. everybody. Thank you uh, have a great night. <laughs> and Rick Wood, Rick Wood on the old guitar. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, have a bad one. I hope your coffee sucks. Oh, man. That was a, that was a good old time. Holy fuck. Dude, that was great. I'm going to put cool. this in the sink somewhere. Let's do this now. Oh, I don't Whoa, who drew this shit? Yeah, so Dino and Andy, they, uh... This is just a bunch of goddamn devil music, is all this shit is.
when my crow comes to call They say all dogs go to heaven But I'll be down the hall When the lights go out When the lights go out Oh, what you gonna do When the lights go out Well, you put up a fight You stand up a shout What you gonna do When the lights go out And I'm gonna get to the pit. I'm gonna lick your shit.
quick, and I'm gonna snake my tongue all up through inside you. Like an ant weaving a piece of silk through a stick in ancient China. You had to get your grandmother off the mountain to try and find her. Answer to the riddle that the emperor supplied you. And you didn't know if you was gonna be able to survive you. Didn't know if you was gonna find the answer that he was searching for trying to jive you. Cause you put all the old people, you guys ever heard this fable about all the old people getting kicked out of the village but only this old grandma the guy kept in his hut was the one stayed alive and she knew how to tie a piece of silk string to the ass of an ant, have it crawl through a stick, but do you think of that? Old people know some shit. Old people invented it. Old people been eating ass since the day they got sick of pussy. I like pussy, but you can only eat so much of the shit before you flip them over. You try to find that black hole, black door clip. You guys think it's gonna be a big chart topping single in 1957? Through the roof! Through the goddamn roof! I'll tell you, I mean, yeah, my granddaddy taught me that song at church on a Sunday. That was Wednesday church. But, well, we went to church a lot back in those days, and he taught me a lot of songs, and that was one of them. I learned this on a, a boat. I was in the uh, Navy. Or the Coast Guard, or Merchant Marine, or Pirates, something. I, was, I think I was just fishing. We're gonna pillage! And that is all. Cause we're feminist pirates. Pillage! We like the laws. Feminist pirates! We'll take what we want unless it's sex with you. But if it's your possessions, well, I'm gonna take them from you. song's not done. Alright, one more for the kids at home.